Hello, and welcome to the Computer Game Show. My name is Sean Bell. I'm joined by James Farley. Uh, hello. And Matt Murray. Hello. James, you seemed like surprised by that then. Yeah, I, well, I wasn't expecting to be first. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you know. there's a 50% chance. I was going to say, yeah, it's a coin yeah. toss. Uh, Dave's not here. He's poorly. Um, and those who are watching the the uh, Twitch stream just heard his voice. And yeah, he's, he is not here with very good reason. Um, I'm also feeling a little bit rough. Um, but I'm but I'm just more just more committed, I suppose. Hardened, um, a hard man. Yeah, although you know, maybe in two hours' time, maybe you'll think that I probably should have probably should have just gone to bed, Sean. <laughs> who knows? Um, we are going to start the show as we always do by thanking our Patreon producers for this month. They are Aaron Patrick, the QuickBooks chap, Simon Nelson, Jack Oven, Moomin Biscuit, Trans Rights of Human Rights, Dave Ernsberger, Colin Brown, Gasman, Rocketman76, Grey Dragon Claw, Smooth Monkey, Don Wiscarando, Colin Smith, uh, Richard Sawyer, John Tempelli, Jackie Sniper, Gordon Garrow, brackets, Safe As Records, Sam Higton, Freelance Police, and Steve Garrett, the slow Kindle bloke. Thank you so much. They all went to patreon.com forward slash TCGS and no one's told them about the cost of living crisis because they all went full Nelson and I love <laughs> them for it. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> you can also support us on Patreon if you like because um, you get extra stuff for doing it. You get bonus podcasts. Which is happening stuff. this week. It is happening. This, yeah, it is happening this week. We, we binned it uh, last week because Dave wasn't feeling well. Um. And uh, James, James is cooking up something for the video show that I'm actually quite excited about. Yeah, we we may yet back a obviously doomed <laughs> hardware Kickstarter project. I can't wait. <laughs> this not be my first... Well, no, yeah, I we mean, might sure it is, though, right? we may be investing in one of those consoles that will play literally any game ever. You know, <laughs> oh, <laughs> real and will will exist one day. I mean, it, it'll be a funny thing to like check in on. In sort of subsequent bonus shows and stuff, right? <laughs> Just like every six months. Oh, we've had an update. It's uh, they're looking for more investment. Okay, yeah. update. they've gone to fig. Yeah, uh, or I'm expecting oh. there won't be any updates. It be- <laughs> <laughs> I made a vow to not back any more gaming kickstarters after I backed Republic. Um, Oh, which yeah. is like the Ryan Payton game after he left mm. uh, Konami Wavels, um, and uh, and. Every, that game was released, and I still hadn't got my code for the game, and I was really? annoyed. And I was like, you know what? I'm, Do you, you just know, need I'll... to ask him? Surely, well, well no, it's, it's just that it was already out. Like, why, why would we get the keys a little bit earlier than general release, or at least at the same time? <laughs> After that, I was like, you know what? Forget it. Fair enough. Well, that's I mean, going to change. It's, it's... That's going to change when we play <laughs> for your consideration, <laughs> <laughs> which I've done some very high quality artwork for. I know. Yes, um, you have. I was very looking impressed. forward to yeah. the world seeing that. Um, right. Uh, feedback, Matt. What did everyone make of last week's show, please? Well, David, probably not that yeah. David, yeah. said, I think I slipped into a coma during the Destiny 2 chat last week. No, I, did, I did wonder, actually, if that was David had written that. I think he, he would just tell us, right? I don't, Dave's not one to shy away from confrontation. <laughs> That's true. No. So I, don't, yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine him using this method to berate us that would be um, mad though wouldn't it? that'd be wild if it's like actually i can't find a way an avenue yes, i don't to want to tell confront them. the boys on this one it's too much <laughs> i'm gonna be, gonna do it through a clever alias or maybe yeah. just messing with the heads you know it's just they'll <laughs> never get it uh, i mean david whoever you are bad news because we're gonna talk about it again this week <laughs> probably oh, for... not not for as long um, I mean, we Probably. do try very hard not to drag out the Destiny stuff because we know what it's like if you're not interested. Really boring. Yeah. Um, but hey-ho. 
Oh, but, well, you know, I mean, it, it is a big release. We talked about it for a little bit, and we'll talk about yeah. it a little bit more this week. And, you know, up yours. Roger so that's another, another way of dealing with it, but yeah, got <laughs> Different, you know, good cop, bad cop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Roger Stewart's, dear TCGS gang, I know Stuart Rogers, and he's a bastard. Well, there you have it. I mean, <laughs> conclusive <laughs> proof. <laughs> so, it's the, so the Stuart's argument is now transferring into people with the surname Stuart. Mm. Who are against the the, the first name Stuarts? Yeah, so we've got whole... multiple factions here. We've got all the Stuarts having a go at each other, and then the surname Stuarts having a go at one of the the first name Stuarts. It's getting very complicated. We the might need a wiki. Right, for, might yeah, need a wiki going, for, right, for years, we've said, "Oh, you know, could it be a wiki? Poor of us, could it be a wiki?" And mm. there hasn't been about the show, even though there's lots of things happening. But this is the kind of thing that suddenly there will be a wiki, not about the show. <laughs> just about the the battle between the Stuart, Stuarts yeah, the war, and the war of Stuarts. I mean, yeah. is because is it is it Backpage Pod that have a wiki? They do, don't they? I think. I mean, they must do at this point. So, I mean, did they make that themselves? Because if if they did, and that's not perceived as arrogant, maybe we do just make the TCGS one. Because mm-hmm. that's that's always been my worry. Is I was I've just sort of like that. Like, is it, I feel like it's weird if we make our own wiki, but if someone else was to do it, that would be fine. But no one else has, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fans just aren't that committed. That's Sometimes fine if they're not into it. It's yourself. not for them. It's for us. So <laughs> yeah, uh, there's a lot of upkeep as well. A lot, also a yeah, lot of citation. Fair, that, that's the problem, isn't it? Although it would be quite useful because then you know when David always does that nonsense where he's just like, "Oh, you said X Y Z on this date or whatever," we can go, "Oh, did I?" And then you could just like look it up and find out. Yeah, but it won't. It won't like exhaustively document everything we've said. It's not like I want something which is basically Hansard, but for the computer game show. And that's what I want. <laughs> oh, it's, giving me, it's giving me having to update it, isn't it, James? That's the trouble. <laughs> that is the trouble there. Norman Jaden, Sean, my comment last week on James's streams not being forced was not a dig at yourself, but more at the majority of streamers out there that I've seen, although I'm not the best person to ask if this is typical. I'm sure there are many great streamers out there. I love your streams too and would be uh, delighted to see you stream some modern VR tech one day. Now, is that uh, a dig? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's a massive quest to dig, isn't it? Some vintage VR tech right now, you're on. Unbelievable. Uh, he also says, I did send this prior to Matt and James's PSVR 2 stream and was delighted when it was announced and really enjoyed it. Just in case the other two le- are feeling left out, I also love all of Matt's and Dave's streams. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all of my streams um, in the, over the last year. <laughs> so many- uh, Yeah, sorry, Norman. I, I, didn't, I wasn't trying to... I wasn't doing that internet thing of like, oh, well, he hasn't said this, therefore he means this. You know, when, you know when people on the internet just assume you mean something by omission rather than... It's yeah. Like, no, obviously, I know you... Yeah, it's fine. And I, I know you weren't having to go, it's fine. Also, Norman came back several days later saying, Sean's VR stream of Blade and Sorcery was well and truly a thing of beauty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was a, a weird stream because I was, I was... The idea was I was going to stream that area man lives, which is like this weird game where you're a DJ, but there's like a radio play sort of happening... But you're just stuck in this booth, right? And and, and it sounded really interesting. And I got about ten minutes in, and I absolutely despised it. <laughs> so I uh, just streamed a load of Blade and Sorcery and revealed that I'm a horrible person. But we'll talk about that in a bit. Yeah, but that looks brilliant, doesn't it? It's, yeah, it's, it's really good. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I, I, I saw that short and immediately was like, is this coming out on PSVR 2? I believe this. it is. It's because it's still mm. like it's still technically early access. Mm. Um, but but then that's the thing on PlayStation, right? Or is it? I don't know if it is actually. Oh no, it's not. Is it? It's only yeah. Xbox that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe that's that's why it hasn't appeared. On yeah, I, I think they. I think they announced one title was going to be there early, but it was never with okay. like a big like bang. Like we're doing early access yeah. now. I, right. Even like yeah. more in recent months, we're like, oh, how so they are doing early access, but mm. I can't remember what title that was. But no, it's not really as common as it is on on Xbox and PC, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, interesting. Uh, but yeah, thank you, Norman. I didn't think you were having a go at me, but thank you. Thanks. Uh, Major PDD. Guess what this one's going to be about. Uh-oh. I'm not really one to be a stickler about things. Hashtag TCGSCon. But we seem to take time entering Farley's fantasy zone, yet somehow magically exiting, exiting, exit it. Just leave, leaving it basically with no warning. <laughs> um, I then have to spend 20 minutes on a come down after being so high. Can we have a warning next time, please? Um, and as I've said before, I can't walk the dog without listening to your pod. You guys do everything perfectly. The format's definitely not dead. Love the show and love you guys. <laughs> Major PDD sitting on the loo where all the best thinking is done. I mean, we need to say, Major PDD, really appreciate the enthusiasm. We we have nothing to say about TCGSCon yet. I'm not saying it's not happening. It's just life's been a nightmare. Um, when there is something to tell, we will. Yeah, all we can say uh, is we're <laughs> known to announce right now. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, I mean, the point about Farley's Fantasy Zone, I, I, I feel like we've, we've had this discussion before, haven't we? There's no, it's like that bit in Inception where you're not actually sure if he left the dream and therefore maybe the rest of the. I mean, it, that's Farley's Fantasy Zone. It wouldn't be the same, would it, if I like did something where it was like, you know, the fantasy is over or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> that I mean, sounds I like that. amazing now that you've said that. <laughs> so you're going to have to do that next time we, we go, I'm afraid. Um, no, I thought about what, like, what if we played the music backwards to get us out, but then. Probably like summon evil spirits or something. Yeah, so yeah. Not worth the risk. No. No. And uh, yeah, I like the fact there is no card end. And you're like, man, are we still, you know, <laughs> how, is this make believe? I like that. Uh, Virtua Boy. Hey guys, listening from Indiana here. Uh, size 10 shoe boxer briefs. Thank you. I wanted to say thanks for making me aware of the Double Fine documentary. Holy cow, there are some human moments in there. I'm only two episodes in and I'm hooked. It's so captivating to see the contrast between the first two episodes where they're young and vibrant, working late, drinking coke and eating pizza and having a fun and terrible time making games. Then in episode two, they're all jaded by the meat grind of adulthood and parenthood. In a way, it was comforting to this father of three who was coming to grips with the the way passions and priorities change as life circumstances change. What a unique look at life through the lens of video game development. Anyway, thanks again and carry on. Cool. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm 20, I think I'm on episode 25 now wow. of the doc. Have you guys started it yet? No, I haven't. No, but I, I, I saw this and was like, yeah, I really do need to watch this. It is it. absolutely fascinating. Because yeah. did, did we all finish Psychonauts 2? Yeah. No, I, did. I didn't. Yeah. Oh, you didn't? Well, sort that out. Um, but I mean, I'm probably going to play it again. It's great. It was on my game of the year list for, yeah. that, for that year. It was great. Really fucking good. Um, yeah, the, the documentary is amazing. Um, just because it's like when they did the Broken Age one, that was more like this is what game development's like, and also here's some of the you know opportunities and pitfalls of like funding stuff via Kickstarter. Whereas this is so much more like it's just it's about the the people specifically. Mm. 
who comes and who goes and why and their sort of relationships and what that means for like how the companies run in general um and how it's different to other studios as well it's just it's it's absolutely fascinating i'm i'm really enjoying it i'm yeah, getting I do, like a do bit really want to watch it i mean are you watching it with uh, with new or just on your own say uh, just on my own i watched the the uh, broken age one with her but then yeah when i saw it, this one was like 35 episodes or whatever i was like that's not gonna happen yeah unless it take about six months but it is, is enough of a kind of human story that even jill who is not into games mm. at all would get something out of it or is it really oh, 100%. kind of I think oh, okay. I think anyone who's like ever had to work in a team and like understand or navigate like team dynamics as well, like okay. it's, it's it's just fascinating. It's really good, and like everything everything that's like sort of specific game terms. There's just like a little explanation at the bottom, like like E3 gets mentioned. That's that's the weirdest thing um, is that obviously you know there's been more news about who's not at E3. Um, Everyone. But yeah, I've, I've reached the episode where they did E3 2019 and it is like just seeing it, it's like, man, I can totally see why people really miss this um, and do sort of want it to come back. Mm. But uh, Are all we'll the see. episodes, are they an hour long, the episodes? No, they, they vary loads. Um, some of them are literally like 30 minutes. I think, okay. I think they're, they're basically anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour. Um, it depends. They, they've... Yeah, but every episode is about like a thing. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Um, because some, obviously there's like quite a time skip um, with some of the episodes as well. Like sometimes you'll be watching it, and then the next episode you're like, oh shit, this is like six months later now. Um, it's very strange. But yeah, yeah. If I yeah, tell them an hour long each, and there's 35 of them, and I think that might be, <laughs> might be game over. I mean, yeah. Like I think I said the other week, like I've I've had to like I'm like watching it on the toilet and stuff because it's the only way I'm gonna get through it like there's there's not enough time to sit down and watch it like it's an actual telly show do you know what i mean mm-hmm. although it totally could be like if this was on netflix no one would bat an eyelid it's like it's so well produced mm. but yeah um, it's good well th- that is it for feedback go to tcgs.co slash dear tcgs leave your feedback or ask us a question or just do whatever you want you know what i mean james start spreading the news mate hello and good evening um <laughs> Here's the first bit of news, Wong. Mm. Um, oh, he remembered <laughs> right at the last second. Yeah, I remember it was at the last second. Uh, so Starfield has been delayed until September. Um, but there's going to be... It's, so it's September the 6th, that's when it's coming out. Mm-hmm. But then also they're going to do a event on the June the 11th, which is like a Starfield Direct. But it seems that that's going to be directly after their Xbox game showcase that they're also doing on the 11th of June. So that's okay. that's that's how that's working. You could resist getting a dig in there. Like most people are like the news is it you know we've got a date for Starfield isn't that good but you're like no delayed bang oh yeah also it's coming in September. Cuz yeah. I, I like, got, the news I is we got a date. Confused. That's good, right? did, did we have a date for this previously? No, well, it's just is... first half of the year. Right. Yeah, I mean so okay. But I mean originally it was set for November the 11th 2022. So it's like yeah. that. It's mm. yeah. It's quite. It's it's been about nearly a year like delay on that. But then that's that's fine. That's you know. Hopefully it's going to be good. This is one mm. of my big hopes for this year that this is going to be great because hundred percent. Kind of hoping it's going to be. But um, so yeah, it's going to be after. There's going to be this direct, which will be after after the Xbox Game Showcase, of which there is very little information at the moment. Um, <laughs> so they asked Xbox boss phil spencer if there was going to be any big reveals like prior to this to the summer showcase 
And then he said, so a lot of our focus right now is on the showcase in June, but there's some news that's coming out. Like, you know, we did the Goldeneye announcement. I'm thinking like, you know, Goldeneye-type announces. So I think <laughs> that's exactly what? what it says here. So I was thinking... that mean? Well, I think he's. A, I think what he means is that there will be some like maybe some like shadow drops or whatever like up, yeah. up to June. Okay. Yeah, there's going to be some games that are just going to just drop. Yeah, that people are not going to be expecting. What he means maybe. is, yeah. So the game's out on our console, but it doesn't have the most crucial part of the game. That's actually on Switch. <laughs> that's what he means. And you have you to rematch your console yeah. on Switch to be able to, <laughs> to actually play it. What a disaster! Okay. Yeah, so that's 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 good, I guess. I mean, I'm glad that's mm. coming out. I mean, I want, I it, but also we found out, didn't we, this this week that Xbox are not going to be on the E3 show floor either. Like, yes. they're not, not going to be I mean, there. Although they weren't there in 2019 either. Like mm-hmm. they, they were at their Microsoft Theater just over the road. So oh, yeah, yeah. it's just obviously all the headlines are they're not there. But like mm. no one's there. But they weren't even there previously. So I don't know. Um, yeah, they weren't there previously, and the, and they still are doing a thing around E3. Yeah, which is a yeah, it's weird, isn't it? So it's not like a total middle finger to E3. Mm. Well, I mean, but, they're doing a thing around E3. We don't know if mm. they're actually have a physical presence even over the road. Like it's still yeah, true. Although the headlines are like they won't be there, like mm. but they weren't there. We don't yeah. actually know the extent to how much they are or aren't there. <laughs> Yeah. Well, it, it may it may just end up being like one of those showcases, like they did the other day, you know, which is basically just like a pre-record, you know, of like mm. all the stuff that's coming out or whatever, and that's it. And then yeah, you, no, I, I mean, expect that. Do you think we're going to get something similar from Nintendo, like around this time, or not? Or are they not going to bother this year? I don't know because they, I mean, they sort did of they need last time. to, right? Because obviously by sort of July, like you know, Tears of the Kingdom will have been out a couple of months. Um. So there's surely there's going to be people being like, right, now what else this year, Nintendo, please? Can we have one more game, please? <laughs> please, can you show us what Pokemon game you're releasing this Christmas? That's, yeah. that's Which what it's broken going to be. Pokemon it's... game is coming out? Yeah. Well, have you, uh, this isn't in the news. I'm sorry to... Ah, oh, James Ates oh, Insert this, James. You've seen the NFT stuff. Yeah, yeah I did yeah. see that, yeah. yeah. So, yeah and, and, and it's frustrating because, I, obviously, with something like Pokemon, I'm like, oh, yeah, that, you know, that does make an amount of sense mm-hmm. because that's a series where you've transferred your Pokemon from like game to you can you know there's been ways to transfer your Pokemon from game to game to game but it's always been a bit of a pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. so you know toxicity aside I can see why on paper <laughs> that might seem like a workable or useful so, sorry, thing yeah, so the news was that they're looking into getting an NFT expert or yeah. is that, is that right. was that the news yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Pokemon company looking into which that. Is, which I mean, is not conclusive. You know, it's not like, oh, they're definitely doing NFTs or uh, by any means, but it's... I, I, do you know, I hope they go full on, like, crypto. And then they're just like, they got, <laughs> they got like, you know, poker coins or something like that is yeah. going to be the, uh, you know, the Pikachu thing. costs 200 quid. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But on the Starfield thing, I mean, we've got a new trailer. Uh, I'm very excited for it. Again, having... I've not really got into a Bethesda game, really, especially mm. not these kinds of games. I played a bit of Skyrim, re enjoyed it, but went on to Battlefield 3 or whatever at the time. Mm. Um, but I'm I'm really excited for this. So I really hope it's good. Uh, you know, yes, it's delayed from June to September. I Fine. just want to know there is going to be at least one game to play on my Xbox this year that's mm. first See, party. The thing is, is I'd be happy if this was as good as like Outer Worlds or something it was because that was that mm. was fine. That Obsidian game, I I enjoyed that. I had a lot of fun with that game. You remember I was the one? Really, um, I was quite excited about the. You know, there's that, there's that 
was it Space's Choice Edition of of Outer Worlds? Yeah. Um, and that was like, did you say Worlds or Wilds? Have I just Worlds? No, no, yeah. you said you did say Worlds. Yeah. Fine. Yeah, yeah. I was just, oh god, I fucked up. Um, yeah, apparently that new version they've put out is absolutely dog shit. It's completely fucked. It performs worse than the original well, did, and it's a nightmare. Because yeah, the, the Switch version came out and it was it was a mess from what I've heard. Like it was like you sort know, it didn't of, yeah. it didn't work very didn't work very well. Saw that coming, really, didn't we? But, uh, <laughs> but the yeah, the Xbox One was great. I I had a good time with that. It was. Mm. Uh, I mean, in in terms of like not being bug ridden it certainly yeah. wasn't and mm. uh whereas starfield maybe will be um but we'll see mm. you know going on previous experiences yeah i don't know i'm looking forward to it fingers crossed i just hope narratively it's a bit more rich than mm. i mean i know some people get well into the elder scrolls stuff i, I always find it pretty boilerplate oh no there's summoning demons yeah. go go and stop them i mean <laughs> the only thing the only thing that worries me about starfield is this whole thing of like We've got like a million planets or whatever. Yeah, and that. Foul, yeah. more than one thousand yeah. planets. Yeah. I'm not sure yeah, I care. Really I just want like five good ones. Yeah, yeah. really. Yeah, we've we've already seen how that plays out, haven't we? And that's not you know that's not me being like eh, no man's sky shit because it's not. It's just that the the billion planets is not the interesting thing about it. Um, hey ho. Yeah, and no, I'm looking forward to the 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 direct um to learn more i don't really need to see more but it'll be good to mm. see what they've got i mean like you know, one of the big things i showed previously was like you can design your own ships mm. i'm probably not gonna do that um oh, mate, it's a nice idea well, that's gonna be my favorite bit well i yeah. might do okay. it once and then i'm like nah just next one just export just like whatever just <laughs> randomize it I'm, i'll be happy with that mm. so yeah but then i also that, like that might be cool but you know they, they talked about the um like the ability to just like disable other ships and then board them and, and capture them and stuff mm-hmm that sounds amazing. Yeah. Um, I want to be a pirate, yeah. I was going to say, it's, it's kind of, I, I'm never that guy who, who does like evil playthroughs of, of RPGs or on this is, this instance. This might be the one. Yeah. But we'll see. This is the you time. Wanna, you want to, you know, disable someone's ship, get over there, rob it, and then just leave bombs on it, leave and Pretty then... Pretty much, scuttle it, off it we go. Yeah. Or add it to my fleet. I don't yeah. know. Sounds, um, I mean, it, it, would, it would also be cool if there were like morally legitimate reasons to be a pirate as well because mm-hmm. i think that's something you've seen like a lot more sci-fi these days mm-hmm. but yeah, it would make it much more interesting to make it kind of shades of gray than just like good or bad surely yeah because i was a bit i was rolling you remember they, they showed that trailer I was rolling my eyes because it was like you were just running into a facility and there was just like level two pirate and he's like well <laughs> shoot him then because he's a baddie isn't he and i was like uh come on he's but, an evil but, you know, one. maybe hopefully that was just completely out of context and what have you but we'll see one thing i will say it's just kind of weird having this on the same day as the main xbox show like why not have us like a week ahead to get one, like pill yeah. pumped well, no, or, it's, yeah. they're probably going they'll probably mention it in this then they'll be like and then we've got a deep dive after after the show mm. into this you know i mean mm. nintendo have done that all the time like guess, with the treehouse yeah. kind of thing and it? it's it's you yeah, know like we're now going to show off yeah, you know, yeah. like this in more depth, which I, I like that approach because then it's like mm. if it's something you're interested in, you, you get more, but you can also just ignore it if you don't care, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, allow, allowing their one of their big titles of the year just to be in a separate show, I'm not sure if that feels good or bad. It is like, strange. Yes, as you say, James, if like you're not interested, that's cool, but mm. I don't know. But mm. yeah, sure, surely their attitude should be you are fucking interested. Exactly, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, the main show. This is this, you prick. This is our like, big <laughs> title of the year, surely. <laughs> no, but it's well, like it's like having to watch Smash Brothers, isn't it? You know, it's like mm. I'd rather they did just spin that off into like a 25 mm. minute. Yeah, because for all we know, in the main showcase, there could be like a 
two to three minute bit about Starfield and then a if you thought this was cool, which we think you probably did, we've got an hour on it in a minute, mm. but we know probably realistically not everyone has two hours to sit through the whole thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, I haven't got yeah. stamina for this. No. Okay, next story. Uh, Rocksteady's Suicide Squad. Squad? What, what am I saying? Rocksteady's <laughs> Suicide Squad. I knew you said squid. Suicide Rocksteady's squid. Suicide Squad kill the Justice League delayed again. Bong. Um, so. Bong <laughs> <laughs> in the middle of the headline. <laughs> Oh, yeah, no, I was supposed to do the bong first, aren't I? <laughs> yes. I see, anyway. It's funny. Okay. Have so, anyway, so Warner Brothers have moved the release from May this year to mm-hmm. sometime later in the year. And Jason Schreier has said that this is apparently mainly for polish uh, rather than any sort of overhaul of the, the core gameplay. Yeah, because it's not long enough for an overhaul, is exactly, it? Exactly, yeah. They're not going to have time mm. to overhaul anything. Yeah, so th- this isn't a response to. Everyone, what everyone being, thinks not very what, happy. Yeah, um, but also, also the other point they made here is that they maybe they're moving it out of the same like window as Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, Diablo Four, all those things because they're obviously going to be huge. So Final Fantasy Sixteen's out. out around that yeah. kind of oh, time right. as well, yeah, isn't it? So yeah. get out of the way of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I mean, I, it's, I hate saying this, but are any of us bothered? Nope. No. Nope. Okay. Cool. I mean, I would have been again. It were I mean, we, not we for all the... the kind of you know battle pass. And I know I'm saying this as someone who's got into Destiny recently, but mm. all the battle pass stuff, all the games of service stuff, like I don't. That doesn't. It doesn't interest me in this particular franchise. But I think um, that, that's just it, isn't it? Like with Destiny, you know what the deal is. It is built around that stuff. Whereas mm. this, perhaps unfairly, looks like they designed like a cool, you know small scale multiplayer game and then someone said no we want to make much more money out of this actually can you put the bad stuff in so they, <laughs> you know, they, they did an Avengers to it they did an Avengers it, to yes. it is the thing. yeah 100% yes. which is incredible because we all know how the, the Avengers <laughs> no, game but went that's but. what's really interesting because at the moment this is where all these this is starting to happen okay this is complete nonsense but to me it feels like this <laughs> yeah. is starting Here to happen go. more frequently now where it's like these games yeah. are coming out that are games as the service games because obviously they started development when all when there was a big like push for all of those and yeah. then now it's like yeah no, nobody wants those anymore well this is it because this uh, is the, the curse of AAA development right is if you are yeah. if you're making a, a, a new AAA game and you're looking at another existing AAA game and going that's really cool we should copy that it's like well in five years time that might not be the thing anymore yeah um, and people might in fact actively resent it now mm-hmm. that, that's so, why Sony's plans to do like was it 10 live service games over yeah. the next few years that's I got yeah, to where that's going to go they are planning for surely most of those to fail, fail. Right? Yeah. yeah what but I find then... so interesting about this is that it's you know Rocksteady Obviously made the the Arkham games, which everyone mm. loved. Everyone loves that studio. You know, this looks like a this looks like a good IP. I mean, Suicide Squad's had like a quite a, you know weird time in terms of the movies. I'm not mm. sure much, too much about the history of the comics, but it feels like these two together, given what Rockstar done with Batman, amazing. How can this not be great? But then you read any of the comments, and it's so toxic. Everyone's like, "This mm. looks dreadful. I don't want this live service stuff." Like mm. even the studio with the pedigree of Rocksteady, who you 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 will be able to trust will make a great game. Mm. Even mm. that is still not enough to make people think, "Oh, I'll give it a benefit of the doubt." People were <laughs> like, "No way! I don't want any anything to do with this." It's weird, like because the amount of people 
who've been saying like, oh, this completely throws out everything that was good about the Arkham games. Mm. I mean, I thought that was obvious just from the premise of it. It was never going to be like a brooding Metroidvania Det- detective. Type. Yeah, like yeah, detective. Like it was obviously yeah. going to be more action focused. Like, like granted, it's very difficult to look at the footage of the game and be like, oh yeah, that's the same world as the one I saw in the Arkham games. Doesn't feel like it at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I, I was surprised that people were like precious about that. I thought it was always pretty self evident. It was never going to be like the Arkham games. But yeah. I don't know. Okay, next story. Um, Bong, uh, Switch successor faces backwards compatibility challenges, a developer suggests. So this is Modern Vintage Gamer, which is a YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. Um, They made some comments on the chipset that the Switch successor might use. And so... This is according. This is video game chronicle uh, reports on this. They said so, and so modern vintage gamers said this. They said if Nintendo is to move away from the Tegra X One, which we all feel strongly that they probably will do, current Switch games won't work on new hardware. That is without recompiling the games to target that hardware. But then they offer some possible solutions. You know, for for what you know for what it mm-hmm. could how they could fix this. The first solution, obviously, is emulation. So you'll mm-hmm. get like the serious consoles, you know, where how they basically emulate, you know, what, what's right, gone yeah, before. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But how this would be tough, obviously, on whatever the the, the new hardware is, you know, mm-hmm. that'd be it'd be quite difficult. And I mean, they made the point that even the Steam Deck finds it hard to to uh, you know to emulate some Switch games, you know, that are like particularly intensive. It's not not great for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the next solution was that Nvidia and Nintendo provide chip compatibility for Tegra One on the chip. So they, they add that as like a, an extra function. Or the other one is that a Tegra X1 chip could also just be included in the Switch successor, which is the, in the same way that um, like the GameCube, uh, like so the Wii did with the GameCube, you know, how mm-hmm. it had the, the chipset there so that it could That's also right. play yeah, GameCube yeah, yeah. games as well. But then obviously that costs more money. Yeah, yeah that's something else that could be an issue. Um, but then also they said the other problem with this is that this would obviously increase the price, but then also like physical games would still need the Switch cartridge slot to be the same um, as the mm. original one. You'd have to use the same carts as well. But I don't think that'd be a problem. I don't think anyone no, really I don't cares think, about that. I, I didn't see them necessarily needing to move you know, or change their cartridge size. I mean... Mm. As long as like as long as that's as long as that can still you know, maybe handle higher capacity cartridges, I think that'd be fine. See, mm. I mean, this is one of those things where I mean, I I look at this and I just think, as somebody who owns a Switch, has quite a lot of games from everything. I really hope it's going to be max compatible, and I'd be really disappointed if it isn't. Mm. But I also kind of wouldn't be surprised if it's not because this is Nintendo. Because it's Nintendo, exactly. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. this this could be the thing that they do to mess things up slightly. You know, could be something That's like this. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Because there's there's going to be something. Mm. This might oh, as yeah, well be it's this. on off, isn't it? <laughs> so this is Switch was a success. Therefore, the next one, if we're going by the history. Mm. It will not be a success. So this is the thing that's going to screw <laughs> yeah, up. Is, yeah. is that what you're saying? Not, yeah. not always. I mean, they've there have been some successful transitions between generations to Nintendo. Like mm-hmm. NES to Super NES was pretty good. Anything since then? Shit, mate. <laughs> the, ha- <laughs> <laughs> the handhelds were of all the, the handhelds have all been good. Like, yeah, that's true. Any, never, I mean, the there. original GBA. Mm. Okay, yeah, yeah, but there wasn't really any alternative, was there? Everyone shits on the original GBA, me included. Yeah. But I fucking bought one and loved it because oh, I love mine. Yeah, didn't know any better. And then I bought like, you should have bought a Wonder Swan, Sean. I should have to be fair. Yeah, <laughs> silly me. Um, mm. 
yeah, it's we've said before, haven't we? It's, you, they're not going to be able to pull the same thing of like could, because no one had a Wii U, so of mm. course they could get away with re-releasing loads of stuff on Switch with maybe marginal improvements, but even straight ports because who cared? Only ten people had it on the Wii U. Um, but you're not going to be able to do that with the Switch. But too. I, I think they could. Do you reckon? I think, I think yeah, they'd but, get but, but away people, with it. Like, people, people will buy it regardless. They might be unhappy. Mm. They'll still mm. be buying it. Like mm-hmm. uh, if they say, "Hey, you know, we got the, uh, not Mario Kart Nine, but Mario Kart, you know, Super <laughs> Ultra Ultimate, whatever it is, is great. Mm. Everything you played in the previous version with a few more tracks, and we've done up the graphics. Yeah, of course, mm. people will buy that. I don't care how many Switches they sold, how many copies of Mario Kart Eight Deluxe they sold. Mm-hmm. If there's a new one for the Switch Two, people will buy it. Mm. You see, one of the things that makes me think that they will do the backwards compatibility or something like this with this is because there was a big focus more not so long ago where they talked about how they wanted to focus on accounts and on people having like Nintendo accounts and like games mm. tied to their accounts and stuff like that. If you're going to make it so that you can't play any of those games you bought and everything on new hardware, that kind of makes that redundant as a concept. Like, what's the point, you know, of, of like mm. doing that? Mm-hmm. It's um. I don't know. I, I really hope that they do somehow because I'll be very disappointed if if they don't. But I guess we we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, the thing with mm-hmm. Nintendo is I always just err on the side of they probably not going to do the thing you expect them or you expect others to do. So I mean, generally, yeah, with Nintendo, you just expect the worst. I think. Yeah. Is. <laughs> and, or no, you you expect the worst, but then also you expect that the worst will also have lots of caveats as well, well to that, make it that's even what I'm worse. About to say what they're going to do is there'll be like the switch to announcement and like you know. The games you know and love on Switch Two. I'm like, how? What, what, what does that mean? What do you mean the games we own, or they're going to re-release means, the games we love? It means what you've got to mean? rebuy them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. for sixty quid a pop. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then the blog posts come out. Like, oh no, it turns out. Oh no, you know what they're going to do? They'll do what they did, like with the Wii U, where there'll be an upgrade fee for the games. They'll do something like that where it's like you can yeah. get it, but it's like, oh no, you have to pay. You've got to pay yeah. you've got to pay us like yeah. five pounds per game or something like that to upgrade it. It would go up because of inflation like as well, it'll be a tenner. Yeah. For a game that you spent one pound fifty for on the eShop. <laughs> yeah. like... It will be I think it will be a tenner just because, you know, so that's what Sony's upgrade cost is and Nintendo, like, yeah, also tenner for us. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Probably. Money. Speaking Even of the money. toilet roll game. Speaking mm. of Nintendo and cheap games, has anyone had a look at the Wii U eShop? Because recently, I think I, I don't know how many publishers are doing it. I know Capcom is like everything's like ninety percent off or something, or, or no. a lot of stuff is. Um, does your does your does your Wii U still work, Sean? Because have yeah. you heard this whole thing about how they don't work? Oh really? There's... No, mine. Well, mine did. Uh, God, it must have been about six months ago. Last mm. time I used it. Because there's been a lot of people, like especially on YouTube and stuff, have been saying about how they've, you know, they've been, they haven't used their Wii U for ages, and they've mm-hmm. recently tried to boot it up, and it just boots up with an error. Oh like, wow! There's something, there's something wrong with it. Like, uh, yeah. Oh, maybe that'll be that'll be mine then. Um, but yeah, because this includes like Wii stuff as well. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, I saw loads of people on Twitter being like, if you haven't played Zack and Wiki, <laughs> fucking sort that out. And I haven't. And to be fair, yeah. it looks like the exact sort of thing I would really like. Mm-hmm. Um, so I might have to sort that out because it's like two quid or something. It's just, you know, <laughs> so why not? But yeah. <clears throat> okay. Um, last story. Bong. Uh, Google says it is still committed to games as an industry. Oh yeah. So <laughs> Google. So it says that Google is positioning itself as the go-to tech partner for publishers of live service video games. 
Uh, they're doing this by offering their cloud gaming tech to other companies. So Jack, I think it's Busa, Jack Busa told Axios this. He said, it was at that moment when we basically had to make the decision about Stadia that we realized that at Google Cloud, we are at our best when we're helping other people build this stuff, not necessarily building it ourselves. <laughs> Google's cloud director. Wow, okay. Yeah, yeah. So this is what this is what happened. And then so what they're offering is they're offering a three parts Google Cloud bundle, which includes cloud storage, data management, and searchable player and game analytics. But and like apparently uh, Ubisoft's uh, Unity and Niantic are already using this, but they're not going to be offering the streaming option. Uh, which is quite interesting. Like they're not going right. to be offering to like let people stream games over it. Apparently, this is because it's too deeply tied to to Stadia, and that's been kind of like gone. We, we obviously, threw all the computers in the bin. Sorry, yeah, can't. <laughs> so yeah, they, they it can't wouldn't work anymore. Yeah, so they can't um, do anything with it. So you know, which is weird because I, I thought the whole point was that they were going to kind of keep this going, but then use it. You know, sell it yeah. to other other businesses, but it seems they're not. They're just offering their cloud stuff, like Amazon yeah, because services. And you know, and it, and it wouldn't be the first bit of tech that, like, we as capital G gamers assumed to be a failure, whereas actually, like uh, I've mentioned before, like Connect um, mm. in in industry actually still gets a lot of use. Like, it's broadly considered a success, mm. um, but obviously, to us, it's like, ha, it's the funny, stupid peripheral. Remember when we saw the <laughs> the man's foot, etc. Um, that was a good moment, though, Sean. <laughs> so it's just funny how the yeah the, the perception of these things can be different. But yeah, well, I'm, yeah, I feel really good that Google's still committed to games. I feel reassured. Yeah, definitely. Like yeah, no uh, one with an ounce of sense would actually get involved with Google for any of this stuff. Like you, they can't be trusted. <laughs> like just go to Xbox. They got the whole. Yep. They got the cloud stuff, and they got they got the lot. They got the streaming. Why would you yeah. possibly? Yeah, go you know, the, I think we'll partner with people Google. Who don't routinely shut down things that everyone's finding quite useful. I mean, not yeah. Stadia so much, but you know, the you're, other stuff. You're, no, what why time? would anyone do this? And the fact that you said it's, the streaming is so closely tied to Stadia, like the, mm. what they they didn't think about this at all, did they? They no, did no. not think. Very I mean, odd. I do wonder whether do you reckon? Because you know, like Sony signed that deal, didn't they, with Microsoft to mm. use like Azure, you know, mm, for like yeah. all of their stuff. Yeah, whether yeah. they kind of regret that now, whether they could have like got in on the Stadia bandwagon or whatever somehow, mm. you know, done some sort of partnership with Google instead, which I guess is now not possible. But uh, I don't oh, know. no, it's okay. <laughs> Sony have got Gaikai; they'll just use that instead. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, it, Google aren't doing anything with games, and no one should trust them. For anything ever again, <laughs> Especially I, yeah, I, for some reason, I still have the um, the Play Store Play Pass thing, and I don't know why. Because you know, the, so this is for your, your Android. This is like your mm. Apple Arcade for Android, right? Although, the, although there's like non-game stuff on there, but I mean, yeah. who cares? Um, I don't. I don't know why I still have it. Because every time I open it up, it's like, here's what's new on Play Pass, and it's loads of how much is stuff that per month, not- Sean? Are you, are you paying for that as well, Sean? Five pounds a month. Whoa, turn that Which, off. Yeah. Uh, well, it's one of the it's one of those subscriptions that in in the good days, um, I was I was you know, money was just everywhere. No one gave a shit this time last year, did they? Um, <laughs> yeah. Whereas now I'm like, yeah, this pro- this needs to fucking go. That's five pounds. That's like a half an hour's central heating. That is. Um, <laughs> any do so, any good games get released on Android these days? Anyway. Um, I mean, yeah, but through Netflix, <laughs> right? Oh, okay. Um, yeah, another sub. 
say the same thing for iOS as well. Like, do any good games get yeah, released true. on that either? Because yeah, yeah. yeah, it just feels kind of dead, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, like from Netflix, like just at a glance. So obviously, Into the Breach is an all timer. Um, Before Your Eyes, which we'll talk about in a bit. Um, Kentucky Route Zero's on there. These are just ones I've got installed now. Um, and there's this other one. What's it? It's called. I can't see the full title on my phone because it's there's too many characters. It's called Scriptic something, and it's like apparently a cool um, like detective game or something. So there's loads of stuff on Netflix. Um, so I should really, should really cancel that Play Pass subscription. You absolutely should. Maybe I'll do it now. Yeah, it's so weird, like <laughs> gaming on the phones. I just don't do it at all, at all, mm. really. And mm. a few years ago, I, I thought there was no chance. You know, I, I just would assume this will be now with me as long as I've got a phone. Mm. Yeah. I just don't, I just don't bother. It's yeah, because on the one hand, you sort of think, well, it's a device. It's you know, it's a quite powerful device. I will always have with me. Why wouldn't I have some games on it? But as mm. you say, the, the yeah, it's just not. It's not the fertile ground it once appeared to be, is it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's also other considerations, like things like battery life as well. Cause yeah, true. Don't wanna... I always think, you know, like when I'm going somewhere or whatever, mm. I usually just take my Switch with me because then I can play games, but then I also know that my battery will still be fine on my phone. Yeah. So, uh, you know. I remember, like, when I got my first iPhone um, and then got a new one because that's what you do in it. Um, mm. I remember thinking like, oh, actually, so the old one I can just use is basically like a an iPod Touch, right? Mm. And like have all my games and like media stuff on that, and then the phone is just a phone, and that actually worked quite well. And I think I've only stopped doing that because I started, I got older and started smashing phone screens left, right, and centre. <laughs> it was fine back in the day where they just survived, um, mm. but I'm clumsy as fuck now, apparently. But, yeah. Not so much. I, no. I, I like the fact you said, I'm going to keep my media on there. I remember when I first got an iPhone, I'm like, well, I've got an iPod Nano or an iPod Shuffle. Why would I, why do I need to put my music on my phone? I've yep. got the device for that. Yeah, I definitely remember thinking like, but yeah, like, but I've got an MP3 player. I've got a good camera. Why would I want all these things in one device? Yeah, because it's really fucking convenient. That's why. But I hope. Yeah. Is okay. that it? Um, that is it. That's the For end of the, the news. news. Yeah. We are flying through. That's, we're Christ. We're going to be in bed in this, 10 minutes. I this love this. Sc- <laughs> I'm actually quite scared. <laughs> this is way too quick. <laughs> what have we been playing? Uh, I mean, we just teased it. So, James, do you want to do yours? <laughs> yeah, I've been playing. I mean, I've played virtually nothing this week apart from... I mean, I did play Hitman um, oh, yeah. on Friday last week, which was enjoyable. I but... didn't get a chance to watch it. Was it, was it mean, a good one? It was enjoyable for me, but I don't think it was very enjoyable for the people watching because <laughs> I repeatedly made the same mistakes. I spent ages trying to, like, there was this one part where it was like this guy that was just going around in circles and I steadfastly refused to do any of the story stuff and tried to figure out a way to kill him, even though it was impossible because it was in, like, there's just loads of everyone around, you know, so it's just completely impossible, you know, to, like, do that. And in the end, I gave in and did one of the story bits and it was fine. Um, but, yeah, I, I wasted a lot of people's time, I think, basically, <laughs> is what is what I'm trying to say. Um, That's what with I want that, so. streams. Yeah. Time feel, wasted. <laughs> feel, feel I'm a sure bit they enjoyed themselves, James. I was going to say, sure I'm, I'm sure you made it entertaining. <laughs> I'm not sure they did. <laughs> but um, the other thing I played this week is um, I played Before Your Eyes, which oh, yeah. was, this was, so we saw this 
Sean, you and I saw this on Sony's showcase. Mm. It's a game which has come out already. It's on like Android, iOS, PC, Mac, like loads and loads of like different platforms. And what it is, although this, it's now come to PSVR two, and it functions by when you blink, this uh, controls the game basically. And so I played this on PSVR two, and it's I mean it's a narrative game, and you start off on a boat with a cat that is talking to you about how it's taking you to be judged at this like massive like sort of uh, structure in front of you basically indicating you've died or you're mm. not there anymore and mm. he's fished your soul out of the out of the water and he's going to and then the whole point is is that the cat is going to speak for you like he's going to talk to like the god that is there who is then going to judge you based on on your on the life you've lived I'm not right, um, I'm not having I'm not having to go at cats again, yeah because we know how that went last time I'm just saying, if I was being judged or represented, the cat is the last animal I would... Because <laughs> yeah, they're capricious this... <laughs> little fuckers. Well, also, be... this, this this one's pretty shady as well, oh, really? honestly. Yeah, okay. it's, uh, yeah I, was, I was a bit concerned, actually, about it. <laughs> so, so this guy's like, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, uh, to speak on your behalf, you know, like in okay. front of, um, in front of the, the, the god, and then it's going to get decided. But I need to know more of your life. Like, I need to know your story. Like, you know, what, you know, what, is, what is you want me to say? Mm. And so he's like, okay, I'm going to take you back um, to moments in your life. And... Basically, every time that you there's like a, a metronome comes up on the screen, like going, you know, sort of going tick tock, tick tock. Mm-hmm. And when it hits like the center, if you blink at the time that that happens, it then advances time. Mm-hmm. Now, it advances time. It it doesn't. It it, it's, it feels like it's completely arbitrary as in how much time it's advancing. Right. But you start off as a baby, obviously, like looking around and like sort of, you know. Your mother's like you know talking with you, and you know she's doing a drawing and stuff. And then, and what, what's what's quite interesting about it is that the way that it's quite it is quite difficult to not blink. Actually, you mm-hmm. find like with these things, and so especially right at the start of of the of the experience, it's like the the sessions when you're a baby they go f- through really quite quickly. Mm-hmm. So you only get to see little fragments of that, which I think is quite interesting because then that makes sense, that, doesn't it? Because yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like that's that's how I remember being a baby. Well, not being a baby, but you know, being like a, you know, like a ver- like very young. You just remember like little like sort of fragments. Yeah, really like you remember than, very little, and also at the time you're desperate to grow up, right? Yeah, like you just can't wait to be older. So and then so so this so that's that's and then so as as you progress, you start to unlock more of the story and more of the things that are going on around you with your family. And I mean, it's quite it's really weird because there's parts particularly in the towards the middle section of the game i would say where you really want to know like more detail but you're trying i'm trying not to blink is the mm. thing because i don't want the section to end because i want to you know i want to see what's you know you know more more aspects of the story but then also you blink to like activate things on the screen as well so at mm. the beginning when you're a child you have like you know things like building blocks and stuff and you have to like you blink at them and then he like pushes them over and stuff there's one section where there's like a piano and you have to like use your eye you know you're using your eyes to like guide where where you know where your where the hands are like working on the piano to like play the music and stuff it's pretty cool like it, mm. it works really well and in VR, it's brilliant because you really do feel like you are this this person in this world, you know. Mm-hmm. That um, you know, with it going around. The problem is with this is I can't. I'm really hesitating to say too much about where the story goes because it would completely ruin the whole point of this game. Yeah, and sure. it's it's. I mean, I, I had a, a wonderful experience with this. It's only about an hour long, like an hour, hour and a half maybe, um, and. Yeah, I'm, I don't really know what to say apart from, you know, without wrecking it, because 
it's a it's i mean i came out of it thinks you know th- i keep i've been thinking about it since like mm-hmm. quite quite a bit as well because mm-hmm. it, it's it's quite emotionally affecting um i found i mean my eyes were streaming by the time i came out not mostly not really because i i had you know i felt terrible from it but mostly because i've been trying to hold my eyes open for ages <laughs> and they were just like <laughs> sore you know that from that experience yeah but it, i've not had an experience like this for a long time though like in, mm-hmm. in this way and it mm-hmm. was it and i think being locked away like in this in this headset Gives it a, a, a very different kind of vibe. I feel because um, you you do feel like you're you are sort of owning this character in a way that I don't think you get that if you were playing it on mobile. I think yeah. It would be, I, mean, uh, I was yeah. going to say I'm yeah. I, I, I'll play this because as I say, it's it's on my phone via mm-hmm. Netflix. Um, so look forward to me next week. But it's just as good actually. It might, it might be on Quest. Um, is it on Quest or not? Well, because Quest doesn't do any of the eye tracking or anything, does it? So oh, I yeah. genuinely no. wouldn't work on Quest. So, like to be fair, it's really cool that a you know like a small scale indie game is actually like a really smart use of the PSVR two mm. tech. It's nice. Okay. And it works really well. Like mm-hmm. it really, really works very well. I was, I was very impressed. And uh, yeah, mm-hmm. so I mean, also cheap. I mean, it was only it was about eleven pounds. I think it was. Yeah. You know, I mean, which I mean, if you think it's an hour and a half, I'd say it was totally worth it. You know, mm-hmm. for that because the experience and the emotional connection I got out of it, I think made it. I was going to say, yeah, it. clearly, yeah. If it's if it's stuck with you since as well, that's. Yeah, so it's only weird to think of that as value for money, but it's yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, I want to play it so badly. I've, I've heard yeah, nothing but good things. A lot of people saying you know really emotional. That's the kind of stuff I love. So yeah, I really want to see what it's like. So, mm-hmm. but just to clarify on the blinking things, there's it's so you said like you can blink at certain times to move things forward, but also then if you do a random blink. Does it also skip? No. Okay. Okay. Only, okay. Only only when the metronome's going. Right. And so right, like, okay. the metronome so goes, bit... and then you like you blink, and then it happens. But sometimes you kind of do it like I did it involuntarily. You know, I didn't right, actually yeah, want yeah. want to do that, and I was like, oh, f-. Like, I didn't. <laughs> Which I didn't but wanna... again, that's. I mean, you know, not knowing what the narrative is, I can see that being sort of the point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because oh, it's, like, it's life yeah. like that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and there's some parts where you're like, I don't want to leave. Yeah. You know, I don't want to yeah, leave yeah, this yeah. moment actually. And then I. Yeah, my stupid eyes made it, made it, made it happen, <laughs> which was a shame. But no, but it's 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 very good, and uh, yeah, definitely definitely worth a look. I mean, even if you haven't got it on VR, it's it's worth a look. I would say probably on like Android, iOS, or whatever yeah, sure. whatever you're playing it on. It's uh, yeah, very good. Cool. Yeah, I mean, do you think it's? I've heard some people. I oh, know it's early, but saying like this is all this is already like yeah, a gotti contender because of what it's made them feel. Um, Would you say it's up there with that, or it's just like a very great experience? I'd say it's a very great. I'd say it's. I'd say it's a good. really good experience, but I'm not sure I'd probably go that far. But then again, you see, it depends because this will hit people different ways, you know, and, mm. and you know they'll have different resonance with the with the story. And although I did, I wouldn't say it was that strong for me. But okay. that's because I'm heartless. So it's uh, <laughs> true. <laughs> Definitely wasn't crying. Everyone yeah, yeah. make that absolutely clear. Yeah, I, I definitely was not crying. Eyes were just sore. Yeah, it was just sore was eyes. Just... That was all it was. Okay. So, is this a game we don't even need the controllers? Is no. all done with it? Oh, right, so put controls down. Yeah, I mean, you you need them at the start when you're like selecting new game and stuff like that. But right. apart from that, after that, you could just put it down. You don't need it. It's uh, yeah. okay. That's, cool. Yeah, that's good. Very Matt, good. where where are we up to with Destiny? Destiny chat. Strap in, everyone. Yeah. Um, Do you want to skip forward? No, you can't. <laughs> Um, where are we? Mm. I finished a campaign. I finished a lightful campaign now. Same. Um, and I, I've only done like 
one or two things after that basically mm. so I've, I've barely read on anything but yeah. um overall the campaign i think i'll i'll say i'm disappointed i mean mm. i have not been keeping up with the law mm-hmm. so I, i'm not i'm not like totally okay with that i've watched kind of law things from, from before mm-hmm. since as well some people's opinions on where the, where the story is going and what the story means mm-hmm. um but I, it just wasn't terribly interesting or exciting and i mm. you know i've played amazing destiny 2 campaign stories before where it's like this is like a a new halo game mm-hmm. but did or new halo campaign but it's just i don't know it was it was fun in that it's destiny and destiny yeah. feels great to shoot and mm-hmm. the numbers go up the things i said last week but as an actual campaign in terms of new exciting things you're seeing i just don't really think it did enough for me um yeah. you know, i got through it it's not obviously terribly long mm-hmm. But there wasn't anything totally driving me. There weren't any new exciting mechanics. I don't think the subclass is particularly interesting. Oh, do you not? Um, I fucking love it. It's to it's fine. Fair. But mm-hmm. um, I don't. Know, I wasn't like, oh shit, it's worth it because there's new, you know, strand subclass. Mm. It is, you know, it does allow for some cool moments where mm. you can see these green flowy bits of energy in the sky and you can use them like you know like like, like your spider-man to yeah, yeah. You know, swing around the environment um <laughs> and and there's some kind of boss encounters that mm-hmm. kind of require you to swing around the environment so it's mm-hmm. definitely doing something there but it wasn't enough to make me think oh this is amazing because of that mm-hmm. it was just like an addition which was fine mm-hmm. um yeah i don't know i just feel i just feel a bit yeah, I, it wasn't like a, a Destiny campaign I've played before where I've like you've got to play this anyway, and if you're mm. not into Destiny, because it basically feels like a new yeah, like a new mm. Halo game. Yeah, it's not that at all. Because I'd say um, yeah, because I'd say like the Witch Queen campaign was that right? That was like that was legitimately really good. Like the story was yeah, actually. Yeah, I, I never played that. Everyone says it's mm. amazing. Mm. Kind of tempted to go back and well, actually buy it now and actually mm. play that to see if it is as good as everyone says, or especially how it compares now. Yeah, to Lightfall. Mm. Um. I mean, I can see why people would be annoyed story-wise because um, it doesn't yeah. really kind of answer any questions. <laughs> well, the, yeah, because I, I didn't realise. So for those who haven't played it, a lot of the story revolves around this thing called the Veil and the baddies are trying to get it. And also it's it's sort of implied that it's... I can't remember, basically. The baddies are trying to get it. You can't let the baddies get it. It's some piece of technology. It's not really explained what it is. I thought... I like that was just me not reading the grimoire cards and stuff. I was like, oh well, it'll explain somewhere what this is, but apparently not. Apparently, no. Bungie have said, oh, we're going to add a mission that explains what the veil actually fucking is. Um, yeah, so it's all leading good. up to like the veil, the veil, and then mm. at the end, you're like, still don't know what the veil is. No, and I assumed it will be answered in like the seasonal content. So we've done mm. the campaign, and now, and but the seasons have started, and that goes mm. on for like you know, like, I don't know, weeks or months. I don't know. Uh, I think yeah, I think they're quarterly. I think okay, um, but they'll usually not be yeah. They'll usually be sort of six weeks of like story missions every week, and then it, the season just kind of plays out. Um, yeah, like people will still do the activity, try and unlock stuff, and then things really. So my sort of assumption is that things will be answered in that seasonal content rather than the campaign. Yeah, which again, as someone who hasn't, hasn't been hammering Destiny for mm. weeks and years at this point, I'm like, is that? I guess that's how it's typically done. It's interesting that it's not in campaign, it's just in the extra content, but mm. whatever. Um, I enjoy playing it because Destiny is Destiny, but uh, I wouldn't even properly recommend someone goes out and plays Lightfall as a campaign because it just yeah. kind of came and went, mm. really. It's there's never. It, it's strange, like even when there's been a new, really good Destiny campaign, it's never... Yeah, it's it's never really felt like oh, even if you've never played Destiny, you should play this because then that just comes with a baggage of like oh, you're gonna have to learn what the fuck is going on. Oh my god, and, yeah, yeah, 
Um, yeah, I mean, so I also finished the campaign. I thought it was fine, as you say. Um, I, like, I do like uh, Neomuna, the new the the city, um, but yeah, as as a campaign, it's just it's it's not their best, sadly. Um, okay, so you've done the campaign, like both of you've done that. Mm-hmm. Where do you go now? Like, what's the so there's is it, just it, the... it, it does do a good job of like when you finish the campaign, it comes up with this this screen that's basically like right here's what you can do now. There's like it's like right. There's this quest line that you can pursue to like get a new exotic weapon, and then there's like other stuff to unlock. Like you, when you finish the campaign, you properly unlock the new subclass. Like previously, mm-hmm. it just sort of enables it for bits during missions, like little set pieces and stuff. But then you've properly unlocked it, and now with every class, there's all these like aspects, which are like ways you can sort of customize the class. Like you can change the way some of the abilities work, or um, there's like different buffs and different effects and stuff. That stuff is cool if you want to dig into it um but obviously the 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 subclass works out of the box it's not like it's missing anything it's just further tweaks you can make to it um Mm -hmm. and then yeah as you say as matt says there's also the seasonal stuff so that's like kind of like a separate plot or like a, a that basically people are being kidnapped and taken to these darkness pyramids um which is it's fine um those those missions are really good fun um have you done any of those yet matt the no no oh, i, I really just did good. a bit where i had to like um well there, there was one of the side missions where you had to like gather bits of information around the place and, yeah and you know <clears throat> I, I think i mean again having never done this where i've done the campaign then seasonal stuff i can see why it will be interesting to keep it going mm-hmm. um and i'm still playing a little bits here and there so i might, I might keep playing it um mm. But yeah, so I think I, I assume the story will carry on in that, and maybe we'll get more, some more answers. Mm-hmm. So okay, for somebody who okay, uh, this is a ridiculous question because everyone always this. asks this question. I don't, I don't <laughs> want to ask it. I should forget no, no, it. No, this go is go ridiculous. Go on, go on. Okay, there's now if you were to boot up Destiny Two mm-hmm. as like somebody like me who played it a fair bit, um, but then bounced off quite a long time ago mm-hmm. there's no way to actually just completely like catch up anymore is there because the fact that stuff's been put in the vault or you know mm. like you can't you can't experience the entire story of destiny 2 anymore can no, you no you can't so the so the, the red war which was the the campaign when it destiny 2 first launched that's gone yeah. um the yeah the um forsaken um, DLC mm-hmm. that is that's gone. I say like, DLC, the expansion, whatever that's gone. So that's where Cade got killed and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I think everything. So there's yeah now and now there's Beyond Light, Wrath of the Witch Queen, and now uh, Lightfall. They're all still available. But then, you know, obviously, I it, it's a risky thing saying like, oh yeah, you should buy Beyond Light because. Yeah. Has has that got like a time limit on it? I don't know. Mm. I, I can't remember if they've said. How does like, this work if you've paid cash for this though as well? Well, there you go. That's the that's where it gets really like, scummy, isn't it? Um, yes, yeah, I mean a I, I understand why they've done this. I mean, so really, the only way that you can do this if you want to play this game now is you just go in and just whatever's available, you can do that. But yes. you're you're never really going to get a complete experience anymore. The, or, yeah, know, and I. On the one hand, I understand that it's you're supposed to feel like it is a thing, like it's a a story playing out in real time, and you are Mm. always joining it at the current point, right? Yeah. I sort of get that, and like I say, the way the seasonal stuff works is really cool because it feels like a little soap opera playing out sort of week by week. Um, 
genuinely like they've they've made really good use of that. But yeah, with that comes the fact that yeah, once the season's over, it's over. And you will yeah. never get to experience that story. And then yeah, and then the, then there's the further issue of them taking stuff out of the game. Which again, mm. I you know, I sort of sympathize with because that game's like fucking hundred and twenty gig or something. Yeah, yeah. Um like I had to delete a lot of stuff off my Series S to get back into Destiny Two. Um <laughs> Yeah, I bet you did. Uh oh okay, so sorry, Ace of Jason in the chat is saying they aren't vaulting any more expansions. Cool. So there you go. Mm. Um Yeah, it just I don't know. It's just a bit I don't know. Yeah, I mean you Yeah, I think you've just gotta make peace with the fact that you're never gonna get the entire full picture. If you do, mm. you'll have to watch YouTube videos to catch up. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. it's basically about playing what's left. I mean I didn't play I didn't play Beyond Light, I don't think. Mm. I haven't played Witch King. Witch Queen? Queen. Witch Queen, and um, have played Lightfall. So maybe mm. there's more stuff for me to go back to, but I feel like, yeah, I, I, as much as we would be called to the idea of going back to the beginning and playing the lot, you just you just can't do it now. Mm. You just cannot do it. It's funny as well, yep. like, so, you know, if you were to start a new character now, you would, you know, I mentioned last week, you would do the, the New Lights campaign where it's like, hey, you've just woken up and you do this, you know, the bit in old Russia and then you join the story as it as it is currently playing out. Whereas, like, yeah, if you were to load up an old character, I suppose you're just narratively supposed to assume you've just been having a big sleep for the last five yeah, years. Yeah. I just <laughs> but, hang on. So, um, if you do that, Sean, mm, like, you do New Light. Mm, so, so will, will, will that include this, some of the stories that are, were in in the vaulted content, or will it just have a massive gap and say, "There you go," like, and expect players to try and place it big it? gap? Yeah, the the the, <laughs> the 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 sort of the assumption you're supposed to make is that yeah, so like you your guard your new guardian has woken up in the current place in the story, and that new light campaign is like just some introductory stuff to teach you how the game works. Oh, okay. And then, and yeah, and then and like I say, and then then you're just joining the story as it currently sits so i mean it's it's not a terrible solution the new light stuff is is good and if you were a lapsed player like like anyone can play the new light stuff it's not only new characters um so it, it would be a fine reintroduction to it see but, this sort of stuff makes a lot more sense if it's like a subscription service you know yeah. where you're playing a yeah. sub you know to this yeah but paying if in the past which i know it did work whereby you paid for expansion sets mm-hmm. and stuff like that mm-hmm. If you're not able to really play those anymore, that yep. that feels a bit weird. Yeah, I think. Yep. Uh, I'm just wondering I think in terms of sorry, James. I was just wondering whether you know, like all those things like World of Warcraft and what. I mean, did they do this? Are they like? I don't think they've ever removed stuff. No. Yeah. Um, but then again, as you say, it's yeah. If there's an MMO where you're just paying a monthly fee and you just accept that the thing you are playing is going to continually evolve, sometimes yeah. that's going to mean stuff being removed but you're not thinking oh but i literally specifically explicitly paid for that yeah i own i should own this you yeah. know this this but like if you're just paying a monthly fee it's like well I, i'm paying for access to an evolving world yeah that's different but yeah but then you got mmos like final fantasy 14 whereby if you want to play the new stuff haven't you got to play all the previous campaign i, I can't remember I, i'm sure someone told me you can skip like the original main campaign i think but then people say like, yeah, but it's still pretty good, and it's you know context for the later stuff. You should play um, for it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, one thing I did read or watched one of Bife's videos. Bife, if people listening who don't know, he's the self-named Law Daddy of <laughs> Destiny. So 
watch if you want to know what's happening i basically watch a couple of wife videos and i think before lightfall came out he was saying you know lightfall feels like um infinity war mm. it's like you know the penultimate massive moment mm. before we get to end game before we get to like the last the, la- the last little dlc mm-hmm. which isn't the last dlc ever of destiny 2 it's just the last one of the light and dark saga so yeah yeah sarah corrected us on that via whatsapp the other day yeah so the the next one the final shape next year's uh expansion yeah is they haven't said it's the last bit of thing for destiny 2 it's just the last of the yeah, the light and darkness saga. Yeah. So what people are kicking off about, or not less than, less than happy, is that this doesn't really seemingly set us up for the big endgame style thing. And as yeah, a- but then there's, the seasons will do that. Because everyone... Mm. I, I So I stopped paying attention to Destiny 2 sort of halfway through the last year of it. And then I, it was like the weeks running up to... Um, you know, this one being released, everyone was just like, holy shit, they've just, you know, the last bit of this season's just happened. It's a fucking brilliant mission. It's setting everything up for Lightfall. I'm really excited. So, presumably that's going to happen again. I don't know. Mm. But no, I'm glad I played it. I, mm. I, I was, when I was playing it, d- during it, I was like, I was just basically going to, you know, at the end of this, will I be not off Destiny? That's mm. it. That's me on back on Destiny. But I don't know. I'm not sure. I think maybe if I'll be more inspired by the campaign, that would be the case. I mean, mm. what that what the eight hours or so of the campaign did do is that it by the end I was like, okay, I understand how Destiny works now. <laughs> so it definitely works as a great tutorial. It's mm. like, okay, now you can go off and you know how most of the things work. Mm. Um Yeah, we'll 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 see if I you know try and go back into it properly. Yeah. How about you, Sean? Is this I can you see yourselves properly getting back in Destiny or Yeah, kind not? of. Um I mean I'm never oh, that's, that's gonna good. you know I've only ever done the raids like a year later where I'm massively over leveled for them and can focus on the puzzle stuff rather than actually being good at the game. Um so I'll, I'll you know, I'm never gonna be at that level where I'm like, right, let's do the fucking raid the day it comes out or whatever. Um I but yeah, I am enjoying being back, certainly, and I'm intrigued to see like what the 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 story arc is for the the, you know, the current season and stuff um mm. so yeah it, it's a it, it's just a nice game to have in your back pocket when you're not sure what to play that's that's where it sits for me and that's not like a backhanded compliment i think it's, there's real value in a game like destiny for that like i'm never going to be obsessive about it but it's all it's the when i'm not sure what to do it's like yeah fuck it destiny mm. and i will almost certainly have a good time you know mm. well we're in this now because people probably not yes. happy about this, Sorry, this but, went uh, just one thing on, on the seasonal stuff mm. is it where like every week there's seasonal stuff so you could theoretically smash through the week's worth of content in one day and in your waiting or is that or is there just so much that- yes uh the way the way it works is yeah so I might not get this completely right. I think it's changed a bit over time, but broadly speaking, yeah. So every like week, so whenever, whenever the weekly reset is, I think it's on Tuesdays, there will be like a new story mission um, for the season. But then there's always an activity. So that so whatever the activity is, um, it'll be like right, do that three times, and then that feeds into like a whole like upgrade system where you there's always like. It's a fucking, it's, I can't explain it without getting into bullshit des- okay. Destiny proper okay, but, nouns. But essentially, the story stuff, like, it's basically, you have one story mission a week and then other stuff around it. Yes, around basically, it, yeah. yeah. And, and okay. the other the stuff around it is optional. It's just for getting cool gear. If you just want to follow the story, you can just load it up every Tuesday evening, see what the new story mission is, do that, and off you go. Um, but yeah, if you want to get more involved, 
with you know, cuz like the, the to be fair the, the seasonal activities are always really fun i've never like they're always like massive fucking like stuff fucking blowing up everywhere they're always really good fun um so they're worth doing cool i would say right uh matt you've been playing the resi 4 demo according to this i i have sort of surprised at me and james for not getting around to this yeah because this is quite a big deal but as I said, like when I see, I'm, I was looking forward to this game, mm. but then now I would like to play it in VR, and we don't know when oh, that's here coming. We go. And I'm not sure I want to. Flat screen gaming is not good enough for him anymore. It's, it's yeah, not, pancake not anymore, gaming is out the window now. <laughs> I mean, after after playing after playing Summer Village in mm. VR, yeah. I really think I'd like to experience it that way, and I think it'd be horrendous. <laughs> and I might even stream it because I think it'd be quite funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But That'd um, be good. yeah, but that's 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 the problem with yeah. this. This is why I've not played it because I just thought I was going to wait. But, yeah. Fair I enough. mean, you should you should play a demo at least. I mean, demo is only like twenty minutes long. I mean, you, mm-hmm. you could probably like rinse for even quicker, really. But to me, about twenty minutes. Um, I mean, I haven't played Resident Evil Four. Why not? I played a little bit. I played like the first hour or so on on the Quest version when that came out. Um, oh god, and that's the only time you played it. Oh, no, no, no. no. Oh, so I finished the game on GameCube. Oh right, sorry. sorry. And I haven't I haven't played it since mm. the the version of Quest right. two a year or so ago mm. and then and now we're here with this demo mm. so my memories of it are patchy at least apart from that opening section mm-hmm. um i mean i guess all the all the basics are it looks absolutely gorgeous the, the, this demo i mean it looks it looks it looks amazing i mean and having only most recently played the quest version it's obviously night and day compared to that mm-hmm. and then it's not even like oh this is how i remember it on gamecube because this is nothing like how i remember it on gamecube like uh, it's <laughs> not like oh yeah this is how it was in my mind even at the time you know i i, I it was it was nothing like as, as good looking as this even how i even at the time it was like a nice looking game but i think it looks amazing now mm-hmm. um yeah the, the demo um, for those of you who know Resident Evil 4 and or have played the demo, it's just basically you get to the village, there's a fight, and then the demo ends. One thing I will say is that I don't remember the enemies being this um, ferocious really? in the GameCube version or even the Quest version. I mean, that, I was that getting absolutely bit, just destroyed the, by them. Is it the, the big fight in the village where it ends with the bell going? and That's when the demo ends, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that, that was always quite stressful, but perhaps more so it's, now, def- it's definitely stressful i mean i don't know if they've like increased the difficulty or i'm just rubbish mm-hmm. but um yeah like, i died like a couple of times I was like hang on because there's so many of them they you know they they're all up in your grill when mm-hmm. you're like trying to find a way out and then i oh, know it's just basically so just, about surviving as long as possible thing, though, just imagine that in vr that'd be all <laughs> no yeah don't want to <laughs> <laughs> it's well cause this is what i'm interested in is because uh, Resi 4 is like the only Resident Evil game I've played based on. Oh, no, that's, that's not true. I finished 5, it just wasn't that memorable. Um, but, no, it's probably a terrible <laughs> game. Yeah. And, that, and I put that down to the fact that it's not really a horror game, Resi 4. Like, it's, that, no. it's just a really good action and, game with horror themes and, you know, obviously there are zombies. Yeah, I thought that. What, sorry? I thought that, but um, th- this felt scarier than I remember, again, 4 being. Because I yeah, remember 4 being, oh, it's stupid. You know, there's like massive kicks and it's all just, yeah. you know hammed up mm-hmm. uh, and the kicks are still there and there's still well, like you know some choice dialogue obviously but like it looks so good and the music is so you know tense mm-hmm. like there's some early bits where you like creep around his house you're like okay well back when i remember playing it, it this wasn't scary just like mm-hmm. some dumb house and now you got like you know 
an incredibly looking scary dark house. And like, this is hang on, this is not the Resident Evil Four I thought it was, <laughs> where it's just dumb action you high, yeah. and high kicks. It's just, it, so I was like, oh, hang on, it, mm, it interests maybe it's not me. For me. <laughs> um, like I was listening the other week, uh, the Waypoint podcast uh, talking about the Dead Space remake because I think mm. they, they did a series of streams where two like one of them like side by side one was playing the original and one was playing the remake yeah I saw that yeah, yeah. and they would say like it's super interesting because everyone talks about Dead Space as a horror game whereas actually if you go back to the original it's an action game mm. right it's, it's scary no one's saying it's not scary but it's not like there's a lot of noise a lot of you know shit kicking off whereas the remake is is the horror game that everyone says the original is. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's a lot more tense, a um, lot more moments of nothing happening and you just being shite scared. So, yeah, so I, I wondered if this was going to get like a similar treatment. Um, Hang on. I've got a really, really stupid question that I need to ask about this. Is this is it in first person? No, it's third person. Third, right, okay, okay. Because I was going to say, if it was like the more modern... You know the the other Resident Evil games that have come out mm. recently, which have been in first person, that would also explain why it's scarier because mm. that is a I find that a much much scarier than, than third person. But mm. this is still third person as well, so mm. yeah, yeah, still third person. It, it's just the stuff I do, you know, with with, with sound and and how good it looks. Mm. And I was like, hang on, this is way more tense than I remember it being. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, like the the fight in the village. It's like, hang on, this is this is this is. This is too much for me, maybe, <laughs> but I got I got through that, and um, I, I I am excited to play the full game because mm. I loved I loved four so much. So um, yeah, I'm definitely definitely pumped for it. This didn't really need demo. I was going to get it anyway, yeah. but um, I'm glad to play the demo. James, James, you should play this. It's only like you know, fifteen twenty minutes. Yeah, I'll, I'll play it. I'll play it before yeah, next next well show. Well worth doing. And you, Sean, you should try as well. I will. Just I, to I, see I will. Like I say, like Resi yeah. Four's an all timer, like hundred um, percent. So yeah, I'm. I'm I'm certainly intrigued. It's just interesting, like, because obviously I know, like, the, you know, the remakes have been really good, but obviously Resi 4 being so different to the originals, does that mean you remake it differently? Do you know what I mean? Or do you mm. remake it in the same way you remade 2 and 3? I just, yeah. Mm. I, I, yeah, I do need to play it. Yeah, my memory of 4 is so bad. I'm sure they've done loads of, you know, changes or updates or or maybe like mm. even uh, we don't know how much they've kind of changed the story mm. uh or you know update mechanics even mm. I, i'm gonna assume there's actually gonna be an absolute ton of changes mm. and if you're like a real hardcore fan you'll you'll be, you'll be noticing these things yeah, yeah, yeah. straight away but um yeah it looks like resident Evil 4 but it it looks amazing so yeah excited to play more of that cool it's on the 24th so not long now oh god so, right, that's really soon that's really soon yeah, yeah. nice i have been playing walkabout mini golf Again, yes. I was saying to Matt, like I'm, I'm trying not to just bring this up every time they put a new course out. Like the Atlantis one was like a month ago, and it's, it's really nice. But like there was nothing, and I didn't have much to say about it other than that, so didn't mention it. However, uh, this one is the Upside Town uh, course, and it's fucking brilliant. It's like so. It's basically yeah. It's it's in this sort of urban setting but where gravity's all over the place, right? So you, as you're walking around, you'll be, you know, on like a road and then the wall next to you is a park, right? Like as if that was like, and that the the wall is, is grass and there's picnic blankets yeah. and stuff. And it, it's just that, like all over the shop, like you'll you'll walk through one door and, and everything's sideways or upside down or whatever. And then within each hole, there's these like 
sort of gravity fields. So obviously you start out on the ground and then you'll see this like glowing sort of indicator like pointing upwards. So yeah, so like the very first hole, you start on the ground and the hole is on the ceiling. So you hit the ball, it goes through the gravity field and then whoop, like gravity reverses, it goes up to the ceiling. But then what we didn't expect was I think we assumed that like whenever the the ball changes gravity, I think we assumed like the player would change with it, but you don't. Yeah. So there's all oh, these really? bi- yeah. So whenever the ball's on like the ceiling or or like the, you know a wall or something, you're still on the ground. So you're having to like hold the stick, like you so the stick the club. Oh, really? In the air, I'm like <laughs> the like knock it across the ceiling or like across the wall or whatever. And it's oh that's really it, good. it's incredible how much it fucks you up because you would think oh well surely that's not that hard the the amount of shots i was just completely missing because i just i don't know just unable to judge it somehow um and uh yeah it's just the the way it plays with the mechanics it's just fascinating the way it looks and the way it's like it does really mess with your head a bit like even though it's not like you're you know like flying around and changing gravity and stuff you're always stood upright it's just that the world looks weird and yeah, getting your head around the, like the way the balls are going to behave and stuff, like you know, you'll sometimes see there's like one hole. I think it might be the last one where there's just a massive gap, but then there's like a, a gravity up field and then a down one and then an up one and then a down one. So you're basically just hitting it so the ball kind of catches them all and just kind of goes like woo, woo, like up and down. Oh, awesome! And makes it across like, this like massive gap. Bird. No, no, tiny wings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, really good, really, really good. And I, you know, I'm people are probably sick of me saying it it's just they've done it again and it's three quid and they could be charging more at this point and they don't and i love them for it because yeah, they increased the price didn't they of their dlcs but yes. not by much yeah but yeah was i think they were like two pound 70 or something um mm. and the, yeah i'm eagerly awaiting the psvr2 release of this yes yeah how, i was gonna say the, the, is this it, is you know? basically an essential PSVR 2 purchase, mm-hmm. I think. I think if you've got PSVR 2, even even if you've got it on another platform, mm-hmm. I would be buying it again on PSVR 2 yep. just to see what it looks like. And it's mm-hmm. just a bloody amazing game. Mm-hmm. I mean it's it's been announced that it is happening, but yeah. um yeah, they haven't they haven't given a, a date. But it's apparently cross platform as well, so mm-hmm. yeah, that that's perfect. Yep. That'd be good. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um Yeah, I, I wanna I wanna I think I'm gonna get this because I I've it's been too long since I played Walkabout Mini Golf. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Haven't played this into streams, in fact, um, and I want to play this. I haven't played Atlantis either, so yeah, I'm going to get this. I'm going to play it in a week. Here's a question: Can you use the the Can you use Discord via a quest? Uh, I don't think you can. No. Okay. I mean, there's no Discord app on Quest. No. If that was what you're asking. Um, no, because I was just wondering because you know, like you can obviously do that now between like PS2 and Xbox using Discord. Like you could. Oh, we're seeing. Well, I mean, the game's got the game's got in-game voice chat anyway, so yeah, that's true. So yeah, you'd be right. Um, I've also been playing Fez. Do you remember Fez? I do remember Fez. Ten-year-old um, yeah. Fez. So this came about. Um, I don't know if you're aware. Simon Parkin's doing a new podcast called My Perfect Console. Um, mm. It's basically Desert Island Games, but fine. Like he's had loads of really interesting guests on. Um, one of them being Phil Fish. Um, who, you know, it's fair to say di- didn't like, I'm not going to say I didn't like him, but there's certainly there were moments where it's like, oh, he's kind of coming across as a bit of a jerk. There was the, you know, the, he won an IGF and was allegedly running around shouting, suck my dick, I won an IGF. Um, and there was that incident. There's all that 
Oh, sorry? Stuff with the, there was all that stuff with Japanese games as well. Yeah, wasn't there? so he was, was asked, wasn't he? He was on a panel and a Japanese yeah. game developer was like, oh, you know, like, what, what do you think, you know, Japanese game developers should be doing? And he was just like, oh, Japanese games just suck or whatever. So, yeah. you know, not, not the best um sort of public image at the time but then he uh, yeah then he famously disappeared cancelled fez 2 and has been sort of out of the public eye ever since uh yeah so he's on my perfect console he's absolutely lovely um he's a fascinating what's he been up to he sorry mate what's he been up to in the intervening years well this is what's funny is he, he basically he doesn't say Right. Um, it sounds like he's been, he must have been like doing stuff like under pseudonyms or, or secretly or whatever. Um, he basically, he's, yeah, he's just like, he's like, no, no one knows, like, no, no one will know what I've contributed to. Like, it's not all, it's not even all been games. I've been doing all, like all sorts of other stuff. Um, but he, yeah, he, he comes across really well. Um, and has like impeccable taste in games. He's, he's, he's just finished Breath of the Wild. He's dra- he's intentionally dragged it out, oh. and he's allowed himself to finish it now because Tears of the Kingdom's nearly out. Um, oh my god! He's, yeah, okay. like he's, he's like because I don't want to run out of this like ever. Um, That's amazing. Yeah, he would drag it out for was it six years? Yeah. So um, yeah, and it, and it was just interesting as well, like because he, you know, I think like so many of us stay on Twitter because we're like ah, but it's such a good tool for educating yourself and being informed and. Like do you know for all the mental damage memes. it causes? Yeah, memes uh, for all the mental damage it causes. I do broadly feel like I'm a better person for it. And then here's Phil Fish, who's just fucked it off for the last ten years and clearly come back a better person for it. So maybe it's not Interesting. all that essential. Um, like because he, he talks about indie game the movie as well and says like he's like I've told them they should do it again, but like maybe not just white men making 2D platformers this time. Like because actually the scope of that film is horribly limited in hindsight i'll say in hindsight plenty of people called it out at the time but like people like me were mm. just like oh this is brilliant um this is legitimizes video games i love it um so yeah yeah well worth listening to and yeah so i've gone back to fez because i realized i own it on steam um so i was gonna play it on the deck it's still really good have you guys played it no i didn't have an xbox 360 at the time oh man so i think i well i definitely missed out on it yeah you know? well because annoyingly oh, it's X, a game i've always wanted to give it a go because i think the xbox version isn't backwards compatible i i looked around the store and didn't come up um oh really so that's it you can't even play it yeah as far as i can tell because so i was really chuffed when i found out um i had it on the on I, I don't even remember how i got it on steam presumably it was in a bundle or something um it, it absolutely holds up it's still brilliant um the, i mean i do I need to explain what Fez is? Probably do, I right? I think you probably should. Ten yeah. years. Um, basically, yeah, it starts out, it's a pixel art 2D platformer, and then your your character, um, Gizmo, discovers the third dimension. And then basically it's it's still moment-to-moment plays like a 2D platformer, but at any point you can pull the left or right trigger and it turns the world 90 degrees, like rotates everything, and it, which still looks great. It's still like a really cool visual effect. Um and yeah and basically it plays around with perspective in really clever ways because you know from one point of view two platforms that are like miles apart suddenly you rotate it and well actually from this point of view they're really close then you can hop to the really far away platform and then turn things back again and you're somewhere miles away from where you were before and just yeah it continually plays on that in in really interesting ways um 
it it feels a bit stiff now like as a platformer character feels a bit slow um like you can grab ledges and it feels a bit like sometimes a bit sort of wonky as to a bit unreliable as to whether or not he's going to grab a platform and actually hoist himself up but i mean that mm. that's like the only complaint the soundtrack is still beautiful it's you know disaster piece um really fucking good if yeah if if you've never played it or even if you have play fez against really good it's out it's out on switch now oh is it well, so, oh 100 yeah. get it on switch you'll mm-hmm. have you have you played it james Nope. Mate, I've never played it either. Mate, you'll yeah. you'll fucking love it. Honestly, it's really, really, really good. The only thing I know about it is uh, it's like incredibly cryptic, or you need like a pen and paper with you if you're going to solve mean, the yes puzzles no. or work there's out the a, mystery yeah. of the world. Or... There's, there's a secret language in the game, um, but it's very much like it's just like a, a substitution cipher. So basically, it's just a series of characters, but uh, characters, but each what like that character is A, that character is B. Da, da, da. So it's not, it's not, it's like it's nothing like Tunic, for example, which like mm. the written language in that is actually really like weirdly sophisticated. Um, so yeah, basically, you can just find like the alphabet on the internet and, and then just go from there. Um, there are really cool puzzles that like feels really weird that they still work. So like there's one where there's you go into a room, there's a QR code on the wall. And I'm just like, oh, right, okay. And then you read it with your phone and it's got like a basically a cheat, like the 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 button input for a cheat, and it gets you one of these cubes that you're trying to find. And you're just like, shit, did I I don't know if I did that in twenty well, whenever it was twenty thirteen. Yeah, I was gonna say, because that was before QR codes were yeah. you know, I mean QR codes are like best comeback in the last like ten years, surely. Like how how are they now? regularly a part of our lives yeah. i mean obviously because of you know COVID. COVID. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but i did not <laughs> foresee qr codes making such a comeback it's weird isn't it and yet um, here they are and but he was obviously you know very future thinking exactly like at the, at the time that must have seemed like the i assume there would be plenty of people would have played it and been like oh what's this weird symbol on the wall maybe Why is it a barcode yeah, yeah. in the game um so yeah that was really cool and yeah, there's yeah, there's other sort of weird uh, puzzles and, and hidden stuff like all throughout. Really, really good. Is it a long game? Um, I don't know. I'm definitely going through it way quicker than I remember getting through it back in the day. Um, I just had a look on how long to beat. Oh, yeah. and it's like six hours. All right, there which you go. is oh, it's not bad. Um, okay. Yeah, well worth a go. The only other Lovely game stuff. I was going to talk about briefly is Blade and Sorcery because, as you know, mentioned at the start, I ended up streaming quite a bit of this. It's it's again, it's one of those VR games where the pitch is very simple. It's medieval, running around fighting people. There's melee weapons. There's bows and arrows. There's magic spells. It's fucking unbelievable. Like it's still like <laughs> it's still early access. I've you know I've talked about it on the show before. I couldn't even particularly tell you like what's changed or been added um, since I last played it. Other than, yeah, I, I loaded it up on the stream and had a really good time. But it's still utterly disturbing some of the stuff you end up doing. I mean, if you if you watch the stream about the number of times where I like, managed to like hit someone or, or stab them or whatever, and then they kind of... Because you know, obviously people like will fall over and then it will turn out they're not actually dead. So someone will fall to the <laughs> ground and then you're there with your knife like, is he, is he dead? Is he dead? And it's like, <laughs> fucking shiv him in the face. <laughs> Just in case. Um, yeah. And Can you cut limbs off and stuff? In yes, this? you can cut okay. limbs off. Um, well, this is the thing. So I, I streamed it and I had no idea what I was doing. Mm. And I am going to stream it again on Thursday. 
Um, but I, I think it might be terrifying to watch now because I've learned quite a bit more about how the game works. Mm. So I've, I was telling you guys, like I've figured out how to like change your loadout before you, you go into a level. <laughs> he knows um, too much, James. Yeah. Sean's um, a train killer now. Well, the, so basically I worked out, oh, you can just like equip yourself with like two punch daggers, right? Yeah. And, I, and I worked out that like the way to sprint in the game is to like run with your arms like, <laughs> like that. Um, so yes, yeah, so I'm I'm just fucking, just fucking running around and then just, like jumping and like st- stabbing people in the face like I'm in Assassin's Creed or something. Except it's really horrible because it's first person VR. It's absolutely yeah. terrifying. And then also the um, yeah, because like there's you know there's there's like uh like lightning magic fire magic and gravity magic and yeah basically i've worked out that the gravity magic stuff is basically like full-on darth vader shit you can just reach out and be like all right grab you by the neck slowly pull you over stab 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 throw you to one side i mean could you could you use that to like squash someone or something i don't know if you can squash people but you can tear them limb from limb right okay yep you can just grab an arm grab a leg and then just pull them apart and that that works so look forward to seeing that man i've got to play this game this is so fun. <laughs> it's it's just interesting because it's so many things you've you've done in games before but it was a button press right so you didn't really care you know like we've all done like fucking stealth takedowns in a game where you've crept up behind someone whereas in this you can creep up behind someone and put your hand over their mouth and hold their mouth and then slit the throat really wow yes it's horrible <laughs> a bit, there was a bit in last week's stream where I was, you, I was you trying to like you don't, you don't sound don't, like you think it's horrible Sean you, sound like you sound, it, it, find it quite exhilarating <laughs> <laughs> there was a bit in the stream where I was trying to I can't remember what I was trying to do I think I was, I was trying to like grab someone who was hitting me and I actually like, yeah like just sort of put my hand on their mouth mm. and I was just like Ugh, and I just started punching them in the head repeatedly <laughs> it felt weird Lady Sorcery 10 out of 10 you're doing multiplayer in this game it's not sadly um, no, I think that actually would, that's probably for the best. Well, probably, it might be for the best, actually. Yeah, mm. um, yeah. I'd, I mean, if they ever added co-op, that would be absolutely sensational. Like, I was, I was talking to a friend of the show uh, and moderator Lindy about it, and I was like, "Yeah, but can you imagine how immediately like sadistic that would get? Because yeah. you'd just be like, yeah. right, you fuck it, you hold his arms, and I'll stab him, and I'll just." You hold his arms, I hold his legs, and we'll both pull at the same time. <laughs> like, oh, him over the fuck. cliff or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, strange game, very fun game. I'm gonna, uh, as I say, I'm gonna stream it on Thursday. I'm also gonna try and install some mods. There's a massive modding community. The Star Wars. Oh yeah, stuff. I can imagine. What, what yeah. I mean was it like mostly player skins or? It's no, there's like I said, there's there's loads of Star Wars stuff. Mm. Um, there's probably way more than that, but I'm very interested in the star wars stuff because obviously that is just fucking taking limbs off left right and center yeah i've seen just, some videos of that yeah. it looks it looks brilliant <laughs> that does yeah so um yeah blend sorcery very good excellent Question. it's a bit, a bit troubling a bit troubling for me a little bit troubling a little bit troubling um the way the way i'm justifying it to myself is the the disturbing stuff you end up doing is it's, it's just out of desperation you're just trying to survive yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's fine it's fight or flight yeah exactly um, is there a story to it or are you just like the story is a killer no everyone? not yet it's there's just like so it's still early access so there's like different like arenas you can fight in and it just like spawns waves of en- waves of enemies um and then yeah and then there's like this mode where it's like a sort of 
it's not really a roguelike, but it's yeah, like a run based, you know, slightly randomly generated environment, and you're just making your way through this building and killing people. And there is an end apparently, but I've never found it. Um, I think there is like a a campaign being worked on, but yeah. Um, yeah, right. I would like to see it on PSVR too. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Um, questions. Hour and a half in, we're on question. We might actually, this might be the dream sub two hour. I know. I, I'm show. just, I'm not, uh, yeah, okay, cool. keep, just keep going, keep going, keep going. <laughs> if you want to send us a question, it's go to. It's not a race. Go to, t- it is a race against ourselves. Uh, go to tcgs.co forward slash dotcgs. Uh, this question comes from Ah Bisto. <laughs> says, hey, how are you living, girl? Just wanted to say you guys are the best and the highlight of the week. No idea what I would have done over the last few years without you. P.S. What's your go-to gravy recipe slash granules of choice? Can I really annoy everybody and say I don't usually... I usually go for no gravy. Whoa! Some of these things. What the now, fuck? Let me explain why. Okay. It's because I like to... <laughs> one of the reasons, if you're having like a big roast dinner, right? I like to mm-hmm. appreciate each of the, the things in that. And I always just feel if you just dump a load of gravy over it, it's it like you lose. Gravy. Yeah, it just all tastes of gravy. <laughs> it's like, it's, what's the point? I know, you know. What you, I know what you mean, but I feel like most of those things are designed to have gravy on them. Do you mm. know what I mean? Uh, yeah, compliments the flavours, doesn't yeah. it? It shouldn't overtake the flavour. Yeah, I don't yeah. know, but it can, it can overwhelm. That's, that's the problem. <laughs> I, uh, do you know, I don't have a, a gravy recipe. New does. She makes amazing gravy, um, but I—it's one of the things where I am just like fucking Bisto's fine. Get over it. <laughs> I mean, Bisto's fine, but if you've been like, say, like you know, cooking uh, some meat all day or slow cook, or whatever, like you can take some of the juices from that and put that yeah, in the gravy, and then that tastes well, incredible. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. That tastes know, well it, nice. It's not something I have a, a recipe for in my back pocket, shamefully. No, the recipe is yeah, often boil kettle. Two heaped spoonfuls, no. whisk done. There, right. There's your recipe. <laughs> uh, Michael says, "When was I, th- I think this might be a really quick one? When was the first time you appeared on a podcast slash radio show, and how did you feel before your first appearance?" I mean, it was all just so for me. Obviously, it was Dark Zero. I guess for you guys, it was Joypod, right? I don't. Yeah, it would have been Joypod definitely. I don't remember it though. I don't remember when it when it. <laughs> I don't really honestly remember it uh, when it was. Yeah, same here. Which is kind of sad, really. <laughs> I remember. Yeah. I remember going on play radio and being terrified um, mm. before I did that. But yeah, that's that's the only that's the only one I remember like that. I don't remember being bothered being on podcast because obviously it's you know it's not live, is it? Yeah, <laughs> so <laughs> it's, it's it's less it's less intimidating. I think like I mean it, yeah, it doesn't count, but. Like when I was a teenager, me and friends used to like record skits, what we thought were funny skits, um, and then and you called was, them skits. I don't think we called them skits. The jackass hadn't happened then, so no one <laughs> knew the word skit. Um, yeah, we used to like yeah, yeah, sort of record little little bits and stuff. But again, that was for no one's consumption really. It was just for our own amusement. So yeah, yeah. I don't know when my first kind of stuff on Joypod was. Um, because I, when I, yeah, when I came to Leeds, I, uh, the job I thought I had didn't exist. And in my, um, oh, wow. in my incredible cleverness, which is a word, I thought, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I haven't got a job. I'm going to spend loads of money and do like a radio course, uh, like <laughs> the local, I think it's Galaxy FM was the time, the local radio thing. 
and yeah, it was just um, there's like twelve of us all just like coursing like in the actual studios and do all that stuff. So I mean, again, I was kind of terrified, but that was amazingly good fun. Amazingly good yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah. What was the? But sadly, the... I don't remember my first kind of actual <laughs> podcast appearance. Probably for the best. It undoubtedly be terrible. Yeah. But what was the job you thought you were? moving for well i when i work when i when i worked down south mm. um i worked for um <laughs> it's part of the auto trader family nice and uh for two magazines uh which came out each month uh one was called boats and yachts for sale cool you'll never guess what that, was what about. that yeah, yeah. magazine was about and there's yeah. also like boat trader which again <laughs> um and yeah like i I thought I'd uh, arranged um, a transfer from the Chichester office to mm. the Leeds office. Mm. Got to the Leeds office, um, just at the back of the, the bus station, and uh, I'm like, hey, I'm here for the job. They're like, we've got a part-time job. Um, wow. We think we've got a part-time job. I was like, I have moved to Leeds, and I thought this was a full-time job Fucking with my name hell. on it. <laughs> like, wow. no, it's a, it's a part-time job here. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> And also, obviously, I moved up to come up, you know, from Bogdan to Leeds with no savings, no mm -hmm. money. So I just, you know, smashed loads of credit cards, use that money to, yeah, spend money on a radio course instead of actually, you know, <laughs> surviving. Um, Amazing. But look at me now. Yeah. Worked out, didn't it? Don't look at me now. Yeah. Uh, next question comes from Volex. He says, hi, guys. Love the pod. It's a highlight every week. After Sean and Matt talked about Destiny last week, I was tempted to go back in. I've not played since Sony bought Bungie and removed it from Game Pass as soon as it was added. Uh, I remember seeing a trailer at the Game Awards, I think, saying that it was coming to Game Pass with Beyond Light, and it was a big deal with everyone reporting on it, only for it to be added and then removed and no one said anything. I guess the question is, why can Sony seem to get away with things like this? Because if it was Microsoft, it would have been damaging to the industry. Bracket, Sony only did this to stop Microsoft owning Destiny, or at least losing players. Sorry for the long one. Keep living it. It's it's it's, it's not keep living it. It's thanks for living it. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> well, you know. Um, so I think there's. I think the one thing that needs clarifying here is it. It didn't like go on Game Pass and then immediately disappear. I think it was on for like a year. I also think it going off Game Pass preceded Sony's purchase of Bungie by like six months or something. Um, but I mean, who's to say? Maybe they were already in talks with Sony at that point, and they were just mm. like, "Yeah, well, obviously, we're not going to renew the." the game pass stuff i don't yeah. know yeah well, um, well we'll give xbox a year and then we'll yeah we'll get purchased um, i think what what's perhaps more telling is that i'm pretty sure it went off game pass the same day that halo infinite came out um which i think so it was the same week a, yeah yeah maybe the decision from microsoft <laughs> we're like, well why would we keep destiny on game pass when we've got our own sci-fi first person shooter coming out um so i mean the I, broader point here is fair mm, though it's mm -hmm. in like you know why is it you know this this is rubbish isn't it when this sort of thing happens yeah especially like and it's i mean in the same way that you know with microsoft buying bethesda you know like stuff like starfield and stuff mm. we ain't going to get that on playstations either you know yeah. it's like it is rubbish that this happens mm. and yeah. you know whoever the company is that's, that's doing it mm. and I, you know and as i've said it's it's particularly rubbish in destiny's case because that like having played through that campaign um via game pass and then returning to the game, you know, when Witch Queen came out and being like, oh, yeah, you don't have that subclass anymore because that's, mm -hmm. yeah, you, you played that campaign on, on Game Pass. Very strange. What I found strange about the Destiny thing leaving Game Pass, which, you know, I guess I should have expected it, loads of things come and go, but it was such a massive deal that Destiny is on Game Pass. Mm. I just kind of thought it will be on here, especially a live service game mm. for a long time. Yeah. You know, not just literally 12 months in and out. 
But I it was like, this of... is now a constant benefit of yeah. of having Game Pass. You have Destiny as part of the subscription. Mm-hmm. You can play this, you've been playing this game for years, mm-hmm. but it's okay because it'll all be part of your Game Pass sub. Mm-hmm. So when that left, I was like, hang on, what? Mm-hmm. It felt it felt like two mm-hmm. minutes. It may have been a year, but it felt mm-hmm. really, really quick. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember people being really excited about this because there was that sort of perception that it was going to be like, oh, all the expansions will be on Game Pass and all that kind of thing. Well, yeah, because yeah, I think this is it, because I think it was it was Beyond Light, and I think like one or two of the previous expansions were included. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it looked like other presentations. It's like, oh, fuck, it's, it's all of them. Mm. It's like, yeah, but not any of the next lot, mm-hmm. I guess. But, so maybe this was always the plan. Who knows? Um, but yeah, it's an interesting one. Yeah, I guess with the, with the Bethesda stuff, I mean, that's just on there and it's never going to leave. Yeah. But then we're still in this kind of middle ground where, like, Ghostwire Tokyo was... Oh, yeah. We're still waiting for that, aren't we? Like, yeah, Deathloop's on Game that, Pass. That will come... I mean, in the same with Deathloop, isn't it? It's the same mm. thing where it was like... Mm. They, uh, yeah. they were signed then, to Sony yeah. before the, the deal was done and then... Mm-hmm. But, yeah, nothing going forward is going to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next question comes from Clark3PO. He says, Hey, up. What do you think the next big gaming zeitgeisty thing is going to be? We haven't really had anything hyped since Smash Brothers and the constant character reveals. And with the death of E3 and most companies going to direct, it feels like the end started with midnight launches in physical stores getting killed. Now it's all a bit dead on hype in general. Love the pod every week. Marvel Calls was chef's kiss, especially the ending episode with Harry. Really looking forward to James's Kickstarter plan too. Um, I mean, I feel like these are zeitgeisty things for very different reasons. Like, I don't know if Midnight Launches was ever zeitgeisty, was it? I, I never did a Midnight Launch. I did. did I did the. I did the 360. Yeah. I was terrified walking home. Yeah. With that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't no. remember. Uh, did I? I'm not sure if I did one for a console or not. But even doing it for games, I was like, you know, mm. scared of getting mugged on the way home. Yeah, I can't remember. I'm, I may have done the Dreamcast midnight launch. I can't remember, but yeah. I mean, I don't even know it's like Gusty, but yeah, it's a shame. Well, no, is that thing not happening anymore? I mean, for consoles, no, it must still be midnight launches. Well, I don't, I don't know, believe that most stopped. people just pre-order online, right? Yeah, I just don't think there's that many people pre-ordering in store anymore. Well, now I mean, instead well, yeah. of it being the midnight launch, stores. it's the it's the tracking the DPD delivery, isn't it? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's what everyone's yeah, doing nowadays. Yeah. That's so, true. Like, yeah, everyone's on Twitter being like, hey, look. Yeah, yeah I, I got guess my tracking difference. number. I got my tracking number. It's like <laughs> yeah. it's not working. Oh, you have to. You know, it's <laughs> your way. Yeah. I guess the thing with that is like you know because the, you know there's far fewer game stores out there. Even like supermarkets mm. aren't doing that stuff anymore, is it? Yeah. So it's not like when. I I remember going to like Tesco like you know five to twelve like wait wait it's twelve o'clock okay can I have that game like here you go mm-hmm. yeah you can have it because mm-hmm. it's midnight uh, the game's mm-hmm. out but now there's I mean like Tesco recently have had massive sales haven't they on all their yeah. Switch stuff and I think maybe other consoles as well like they're clearly mm-hmm. just like you know getting rid of all their stock because they, they can't bother anymore like Direct Smiths they just sell like the digital cards like you know supermarkets don't bother. I mean, we're never going to have the days again, are we, where we had, like, Modern Warfare 2 for, like, 26 quid, whatever it was. Mm. That was a revelation. How's, um, how is game still going? Because I feel like, you know, every time there's a new generation, they get a shot in the arm and another two, three years, great, mm. and then they usually sort of fall into trouble again. But, like, COVID happened. So surely everyone's even further off. Uh, like yeah, bricks and mortar I mean, game stores than ever ha- before. The, I think they're now inside parts of Sports Directs, aren't they? De- yes, they are, which is still strange to me. 
Um, yes, very <laughs> odd mix. I mean, understand they're owned by the same person now, um, but yeah. I mean, I mean yeah, I don't there, know, there, no way having Argos fewer. in Sainsbury's, I suppose, but I, yeah, yeah, I yeah there, there's far fewer games. I mean, like the, the one in Leeds like closed down, so I assume it's there's now a little one inside. You know, mm. Sports Direct. There's mm-hmm. like Outtown Shopping Centre. That one's just completely gone. But I'm not surprised. I mean, I well, I can't remember the last time I bought ever something in game anyway. So, mm. you know, it's it's sad, but it's just the way it is, isn't it? Yeah. I can't say I... The, the thing I miss about game shops was being able to walk in and like and just be like i just, I just want to see something i don't like that i, I don't recognize do you know what i mean like you know mm. like ps2 era especially you could walk into a game shop and just like what the fuck is this what the fuck is mr that, mosquito that was what was what so is- cool like how you could like it was like going into like a record store of, yeah. like you know like like yeah. going through the covers and you're like mm-hmm. okay i don't know what this is mm-hmm. i'm gonna give this a go or whatever yeah. and that that was i enjoyed that era a lot it yeah. was it was really good because yeah you sometimes picked up things you had no idea you know mm-hmm. what this was gonna be and, and they were often cool. shit but you felt yeah, yeah. there's it's it's one act of discovery yeah felt somewhat culturally enriched by it but uh, the closest <laughs> we got these days is going in cex isn't it mm-hmm. that's yeah. it like the, that but is even the closest then it's, it's like, what like, have they oh, got it's... in the window what have they got in store but i don't know but yeah but even then it's like oh there's 20 copies of fifa and there's there's nothing like holy shit i can't believe they've got this and if they have it's 200 quid because they know exactly what they're doing when it comes to rare stuff. But we're also at a point, you know, where we know we know far too much, you know, because of the internet and podcasts yeah. and stuff like. It's, you're not going to go in store and say, "Wow, what is this?" Like the chances mm. of that are so slim these days. Because chances yeah. are, you've heard about that game, or your mate's mm. got it, or you've got it, or which is a, a good thing, somewhere. right? Because it, it like because weird stuff is so much more accessible and so much more prominent now. Mm. Um, like I, I do think it's it is a positive, but yeah, I just I miss. Being able to walk into a shop and just, just thinking, like, I wonder what I'll see. I don't yeah, know. <laughs> I might have a conversation with the man behind the counter at yeah. Game Station. Yeah, yeah. Be <laughs> or a gaming enthusiast boutique. like me. I know <laughs> games. We know. We both know games. You know, the same. I might know more than you. Who knows? <laughs> That's <was> fun. <laughs> Yeah, but in terms of prediction site guys, I mean, yeah, I don't think mm. that that's not site guys. That's just that's just how that's just the way of the world. It is definitely mm. a shame with E three going and companies just doing digital directs. Like the days yeah. of funny goofs on stage are mm-hmm. well and truly gone. The most, yeah, yeah, because yeah. yeah, you, you can't imagine any of these companies being like, let's do it like we did in the old days. Everyone loved that because let's they do did it live. But it's mm. yeah. No, no one's gonna no one's gonna want to take the risk now that everyone's learned how to do it. Hundred percent controlled, slick. No, 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 you know, screw ups or anything. I mean, in terms, yeah, you know, in terms of predicting what's what's the next zeitgeist going to be, no idea. I mean, whatever Michael Pactor said, and just opposite, <laughs> really, of whatever that is, you know, it's, it's one of those, isn't it? If we could answer this question, we would not be sitting here doing this. Exactly. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Conky <laughs> um, Donker says you've ordered the perfect fry up. What's on the plate? Chips. Oh, man. Chips. No, I'm this is breakfast, isn't it? <laughs> just um, chips. I basically my whenever I order a fry up, I'm just like whatever it is on the menu, but no mushrooms, thank you. That's oh, my. I like the mushrooms. I go yeah. for the mushrooms. No, no, yeah. not not fan of mushrooms. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, if it's if if it's a hotel buffet scenario. And no one's watching how many slices of fried bread I'm taking. Mm. And it's infinite, infinite fried bread. 
Um, yeah, I, I basically have everything apart from, say, black pudding, if that's yeah. it. I've never, I've, you, I, haven't, yeah. I think I've tried it once, wasn't a fan, Not don't need to try it again. I can do black pudding like on a fork with something else. I can't just eat black pudding on its own. Don't See, know why I've, that I've is. Eaten, I've eaten it and it's just like, it's all right, but I, don't, yeah. I, I could do without it. Mm, uh, it's not, not an essential. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's quite an easy one, that. Yeah, I mean, basically yeah. hash browns, all the usual bits. Yeah, yep. but two of everything. Bacon, but two know. of everything. Beans, yeah. go get Minimum. your veg in. Yeah, beans. I can take or leave. I mean, I have them. I'm sure they'll be there, but I, I wouldn't like. They wouldn't be the first thing on the plate. Yeah. I still remember. I mean, you, you got you got to have a, like a nice bit of like untoasted bread as well to wipe up at the end. Just like, yeah, a little the... mop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I also I was... want. Sorry, Sean. I was going to say, when I was little, I remember my dad, I can't remember what we were having, but basically dinner consisted of, there was chips on the plate and there was baked beans. And I remember asking for ketchup and my dad trying to explain to me that technically, technically baked beans are in tomato sauce. (laughs) (laughs) Which, like, in a sense, yes, but also no, no, it's not the same thing. It's clearly not the same thing. The, The two are not interchangeable. Yeah. Um, and just yeah, still still annoys me. Apparently, I mean, if this is the perfect fry up, then I, I'm I'm sorry, but I've got to have you know three different types of eggs. Got to have fried, got to have scrambled, got to have poached. Really, I said yeah. scrambled all the way, hundred percent. If it's a perfect one, I'll have I have all three types. Thank you. <laughs> um, I have like the the bacon with no fat. What was it? Are they medallions? Yeah, oh, yeah. you can get yeah. those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Bacon medallions, no fat. Mm. Obviously, hash browns. Mm-hmm. Um. And yeah, I guess fried tomatoes. Yeah, definitely fried bread as well as toast. Um, yeah. Oh, I see. I could do without the fried tomatoes. I go really? for uh, yeah, I go for the mushrooms. I'm alright with fried tomatoes. Yeah. Bit of sweetness, sort yeah. of. Um, right, next one comes from Capone Adam. This is very long. I haven't read it, so this could this could go anywhere. Um, it says there was a brief mention on video game courses on your last episode. I was on one for three years back in 2002. I probably mentioned all this before. If so, just ignore this message. Actually, no, keep it in because you keep saying you have loads of new listeners, so this will be new to them. <laughs> we keep saying like we're lying. <laughs> keep saying. Got, got loads of new listeners. They, Prove it. The old ones yeah, to fuck you have, off. You Name them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for some reason, we did absolutely everything on this course. There were a few modules that made sense, such as 3D art, texturing and animation etc but there were mostly lots of other really redundant modules lumped in ranging from ranging from learning html to designing video game box covers i don't know why but i had to endure a video game design module ran by a bloke whose nickname was mofo who only ever wore shorts (laughs) he would give us tips he would give us tips on making games more fun the only tip i remember is if one of your levels is long and dull try adding a mid-level boss (laughs) <laughs> do not fix the dull level no no don't make it better just add a boss in the middle what you, yeah, what you really need in this dull overly long level is a roadblock in the middle yeah. that's what you really yeah uh, it says we eventually had to take part in a fully serious exam in a hall about the history of video games where we had questions with four possible answers. Oh man, I'd love that. I only remember two of these questions. One where you had to identify Sonic the Hedgehog from an image of Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> 
And another question asked which camera perspective was used for the Grand Theft Auto series. The answers included both third-person and top-down views. Many presumed it was a trick question, as it didn't specifically say GTA 3 or Vice City, but just Grand Theft Auto. This was giving them far too much credit. The answer was indeed a third-person perspective camera. They clearly were not aware that the original GTA series was a top-down game. (laughs) The following day, they eventually notified all students that they will also accept the top-down answer after many were clearly confused and concerned about this particular question. Back in the early 2000s, video game courses were really strange. However, my most vivid memory of the entire course was when I had an assignment to texture a zombie character. I purchased a full-range chicken from a Tesco Express and left it outside in the backyard of my shared student house in Middlesbrough for three weeks. Thankfully, I took photos throughout the process as there was so much rain during that time. By week two, it was less a chicken and more a heavily maggot-infested slushy soup situation. Uh. I never really managed to fully hide the evidence and soon had a rodent infestation. Somehow got top marks for that, complimenting me on my creative solution. That wasn't a question. It no, wasn't, but, but it was but it was quality. Good, that's that's feedback. I yeah, should have put, put that feedback, but whatever, it well worth it. <laughs> that's amazing and what's funny is that Adam was probably in Middlesbrough at the same time I was there also doing it while I was doing a games programming course that I oh nice you know, barely did anything for uh, but I think Adam <laughs> did uh, design but yeah we were there at the same time blimey absolutely mad um, Andy says question if a new 3DS iteration of the Switch was released would you pick it up on day one or wait to see how it's supported by Nintendo I mean, of course I would I'd probably buy four of them as gonna- well <laughs> <laughs> So the new 3DS, was that the one that had, um, oh, was it Kid, Kid Icarus? It had a slightly better CPU. Yeah. yeah, it was Yeah, it was technically slightly, it was a bit more powerful. The main advantage of it was that it... had it, the nub. It had the nub. Um, yes, yeah, so yeah. it didn't need the, the, whatever it was, the fucking circle pad. The circle pad, pad pro. pro. Yeah. Or, yeah. Um, and it, uh, the 3D tracked your, your eye movement um, so that it didn't, you know, because the original 3DS, you had to hold it. <laughs> straight the entire time it was yeah and it was actually pretty good it was like, really it was, good the 3d yeah. was actually excellent on it it was yeah, yeah. it was a big improvement mm-hmm. um and then yeah and then there were a few i think there was a few games that had like marginal technical uh improvements i think monster hunter 4 ultimate had like better textures and frame rate and stuff but then yeah mm. there, there was like a couple of games that just ran on the new one but it literally was a couple wasn't it there was Xenoblade, it was very few yeah, yeah Xenoblade chronicles and i mean that's the only one i can think of mm. um I think Hyrule Warriors is one of them, actually. Yes, it was, and it ran like shit. It was even awful because I, I, I reviewed it. I reviewed it for Spong yeah. back in the day. Yeah, and it's uh, yeah, it was it was not very good. Yeah. Um, oh, Ben in the chat is pointing out you could change the the plates on it. Yeah, I, yeah, I had a really nice Monster Hunter one on my yeah. face plates. Amazing. Yeah. That's the thing they need. They need to bring back. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. It's good. No. It's kind of mad that they release a new <laughs> version of the console and then just have. A, a small handful of games that actually took advantage of the hardware. Yeah, I mean, because I mean, it had other improvements anyway. So I don't think anyone was like furious. Um, but yeah, yeah, it was a very strange move. That I can't see them. Like, they wouldn't do the same with the Switch. I mean, they've already like obviously the OLED um, exists, and you know it's not quite the same. But like, there's nothing that's OLED exclusive. No, but, but yeah, I just remembered. Yeah, they had there was Minecraft came out. On that, on that, did on it? The 3DS on the new 3DS only, right. and because I remember because Asher had it mm. and he tried it and he was like, "This is rubbish," because <laughs> the draw distance was like, "Yeah, I could imagine." It was still terrible. It's yeah, pretty it was, bad on Switch now. Like you turn mm. around playing Minecraft yeah. and you got to wait for the whole thing to load. It's a nightmare. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. 
Um, um, so yeah, you, the Circle Pad Pro that was was that the thing you had to play like Kid Icarus in like a yes. on a stand mm. in order to uh, play it. No, that was different. Uh, this was basically the Circle Pad Pro was literally just your second analog stick because the original yeah. 3DS didn't like it just had the one. Mm. Because um, it was for Monster Hunter, wasn't it? That you yes. people bought it because yeah. it was so that yeah, then you could yeah. have like uh, dual stick mm. like controls. Um, but then yeah, then the, the new 3DS had that yeah that little nub that was actually all right. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't wasn't brilliant. It was, it was only it good for camera worse? control. Better or worse yeah. than the Vita one. Uh, worse. No, the Vita one was Vita one was white white better. Yeah, Vita one was than, all right. Yeah, in comparison. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So yeah, I don't think anyone, any of us would buy a, a new Switch apart from James, who would buy loads. Um, I realise this next one is also feedback, uh, but <laughs> it's I fine. mean, like, these messages came in late. Whatever. It's all right. It's all right. Rocketman76 uh, says, just a quick note, so I really enjoyed the PSVR 2 chat on the show last week. I have to agree that Gran Turismo 7 in VR is epic. It's now my preferred way to play the game. It's the perfect balance between ease of use and technical quality. A small track like Goodwood and with everyone racing in carts is really, really good fun. It would make a good stream if you guys are able and willing to set up a few online racing lobbies, perhaps with participation from the lovely and wonderful TCGS community. I'm sure many people would be interested. Patreon producers should get a 10-15 second head start, of course. <laughs> that would be very funny. I'd, I'd I'd watch kart races in VR. I'd be up for that. James is staying quiet because he doesn't want to do it. I think no, I'd, I'd, I'd do that. I think it would be it would be quite good. <laughs> yeah, we should absolutely say that. I mean, I, if and if I don't have the headset, I will just play you know flat screen. I will be well up for that. Mm-hmm. Um, we should we should totally try and set something up. Yep. This next one isn't a question either, Matt. No, no. But I'm going to read it out no, anyway. Yeah, from Alex. Out. Um, says hello TCGS crew first time writing in but I've been following you guys since the Joypod days you may remember me as the guy who bought Dave a mother care voucher uh, Fox a lovely oh yeah Michael Michael sorry I was like who's Fox sorry Michael if he's still wow. listening uh, Fox a lovely Dark Souls illustrated guide and Sean a bottle of honey Jack Daniels great present for a teetotaler um, <laughs> that yeah that good. nearly got Andy kicked out of the pub we were in I think anyway uh, it says, anyway, I recently had an email from the partner of YouTube content creator Thick44, a.k.a. Tony Schnur, uh, who made content for the Neebs gaming channel, mostly popular for its Battlefield uh, Friends series that started around the Battlefield three days. Sadly, Tony lost his life to cancer in February this year after putting up a brave fight and undergoing an incredibly expensive experimental treatment. I wanted to make a mention of him as I and others uh, hugely enjoyed the content that him and he and the team made over the years and expressed my gratitude for all the joy he brought us through the comedic content on Neebs Gaming. Rest in peace, Tony, and fuck cancer. Indeed. Fuck cancer, indeed, yeah. Yeah, yeah man. That, yeah, that's that really sucks, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fourth Scouts, Tony, and his uh, friends and family. I, 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 I remember that, that series, Battlefield Friends. I don't, think, I don't think I'm familiar. Yeah, I mean, no, yeah. Um, the, the, the Battlefield Three Days are so bloody good. Will it, will, it, will it ever be that good again? I mean, clearly not. No. I don't, <laughs> <laughs> it's not happening, is it? Clearly not. Um, Thank, yeah, yeah thank, thanks for the email, Alex. Yeah, this boy should yeah, be yeah. feedback, but whatever, you know. That's fine. Doesn't That's matter. If you had free right at the end, it, you know, it all goes out the window. It's a three-man show. It's chaos incarnate. It's fine. It really is. Fuck the format. It doesn't matter. Um, right, that's um, that's it. We're going to do socials, Matt. Absolutely. Well, Thursday from nine, Sean is streaming 
epically violent blade and sorcery again uh, if you missed last week's stream it's on our youtube channel just search for tcgs but yeah blade and sorcery in vr that's thursday night for 9 p.m no james stream this friday james is busy with uh, with life so just the thursday stream thursday for nine if you uh miss it live as i said search for uh, tcgs on youtube and you'll see the vod up on there if you have amazon prime and twitch uh, prime if you have a twitch account and your amazon prime connection we have something called twitch prime gaming you get one free sub a month go to our channel give us a free sub we really really appreciate it uh we're on patreon that's patreon.com slash tcgs for um we'll do a bonus show hopefully this week so that'll be out if you're at the warpine 50 and above tier uh we've got plans for for your consideration which is the james farley kickstarter backing extraordinaire that's happening later this month as well for the tier above also if you're the if you're the 8.50 tier you also get to watch the bonus show uh, on video as well after we have recorded that so they're both patreon uh, things and patreon.com slash tcgs is the link there and the website is tcgs.co for links to our gorgeous discord our socials pods store you name it it's all up on there cool catch you all next week or sooner if you're a patron which you should be it's a very it's a very cool thing to do all your friends will think you're brilliant and your mum really cool and really Tell your sexy. Mom if you're, yeah, yeah she'll love it uh, it's Mother's Day. Buy your mother a Is subscription. It? Yeah. When's when's that? Sunday. Uh, on Sunday. Yeah. Buy your oh. mum a, a year's uh, subscription. <laughs> Why are you so guided about that, James? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you need to send a card now, though, James, if you want it. If you want to get exactly. it, exactly. Yeah, arrive on time. Yeah. 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 James just fucked oh. that up. Thanks for letting us be natural. See you next week. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Oh, you must be gutted, James. Just took over two hours. <laughs> 